Okay, folks, we're getting ready to get set to start the 58th annual convention. Now, this next song is a little out of season, but it's never too early to think about Christmas, especially where your dog is concerned. What does a dog really want for Christmas? I interviewed Deb's dog, Susie, and she had this to say. Christmas is a special time of happiness and joy. There are presents underneath the tree. <laughs> I usually get a toy. But with all the merrymaking a week before the year is new. Could we talk for just a minute, please? I got a bone to pick with you. That means this is right for my heart, so listen up. I love it when you pet me The way you scratch behind my ears And during fireworks and thunderstorms You know how to calm my fears But the thing that's most important For which I'm always in the mood All I really want For Christmas Is more food <laughs> I'd enjoy A slice of turkey Or even just a bone You torture me With savory smells of delights I've never known But when you all sit down And stuff yourselves It's me you won't include All I really want for Christmas Is more food Let your imagination run wild I'm not quite sure what wassail is the way folks sing, it's great. Pumpkin pie and cookies must taste super good. Yeah, you betcha. And that figgy pudding, whatever it is, sounds like it would be first rate. Give me half a chance to try it. And I would Oh, man, you know it <laughs> Your love makes me want to please you But what motivates me more Is the variety of tasty things From the local grocery store You wouldn't let your guests go hungry such behavior would be rude And all I really want for Christmas is more food! Wow! I mean, bow wow! Take it, somebody! I'm out of here!
I lost my gravy train of thought there. Now, now where was we? Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's true, you take good care of me with checkups every year. And the treats the vet hands out are worth all the needles in my rear. Just barely, though. But the one thing I'd like more of, pardon me if this seems crude, but all I really want for Christmas is more food. Oh, yeah. You know, sleigh bells promise lots of fun. Church bells hail the newborn king And those silver bells mean Christmas time is near But there's one more very special bell It's the one I love to ring When my dog tags hit my bowl of Christmas cheer So while you're having Christmas dinner Eating much more than you should Remember me beneath the table I'm your dog who's been real good The very best gift you could give me the one that won't be misconstrued The one I always dream about It's the one we all can't live without If you still have any doubts As to what I elude All I really want for Christmas the gift that always tops my wish list All I really want for Christmas is More food! Oh, thank you! Wow! I mean, bow wow! Merry Christmas, Ollie! Now, if you'll excuse me... Right there. 
leader through sun, snow, and rain, down busy highways or quiet country lanes, called by the Father who sees all from above. Daily you demonstrate unconditional companion though tempted each day with sense sights and sounds that you find on our way mastering your instincts my partner my friend facing life's challenges until your days finally over and you've crossed Rainbow Bridge yeah, I, I just might see you running maybe topping a ridge we'll know the perfect freedom from our earthly flaws when we see Jesus the best vision of all Thanks for being my vision I know at least one golfer here Here's an interesting golf scenario Golf is a game that a lot of folks play, and to my way of thinking, it's a pretty fair way to get out and relax and make a man feel alive. Now, I'm a working man with a lot of ambition, but down at the office, I find myself wishing for a golf club to turn that ambition into drive. Now, I watch all the pros on the TV screen, and then I grab up my golf clubs and head for the green. I play every weekend and every day off that I can get. But one day I came home from working real hard and found my golf club sitting out in the yard with a note from my honey, and this is what it said. Join the club. Go join the club. You're a swinger, but your love's not up to par. I'm through putting up with your button. Your game really teased me off. I've had enough, so join the club and go play golf. Well, a little birdie told me things were really in the rough, and to get them out again was going to be tough, but you got to play a woman's anger where it lies. Golf is goofy to her, <laughs> but what does she know? I could get rich golfing like old Lee Trevino and keep all the money. Let her try that one on for size. Well, now, while I was thinking about all this meanness, my golf ball brain had a stroke of genius. I could get the little lady to learn to like the game I play. We could have a lot of fun at the golf course together, but making her believe that might take forever, especially when I thought of what that note of hers had to say. Join the club. Go join the club. You're a swinger, but your love's not up to par. I'm through 
button up with your button. Your game really teased me off. I've had enough, so join the club and go play golf. So I went back home and I tried to work out all the things that my sweetie was angry about, because I love that woman even more than a hole-in-one. We talked everything over and we finally agreed that each of us had some reasonable needs, so we compromised a little. Now we're having a lot of fun. A couple times a week I take her out dancing or for candlelight dinners and a little romancing. You know, life is better than I ever thought it could be. And we're filling our weekends with 18 holes. She really likes golf now and one of her goals is to someday play that game even better than me. I'm proud she's joined the club. She's joined the club. We're both swingers now and our love life's up to par. Putting it all together And we're both teeing off I'm so proud she's joined the club And playing golf We're both putting it all together And we're both teeing off I'm so proud she's joined the club And playing golf How'd you like that shot, sweetheart? Oh, it's pretty good, but you need to move over a little bit Just wait a minute here yeah, I'm going going on It's only this. a game, it's only a game Take it easy, sweetheart I hope you're having fun I'm with you, baby Great I never thought you'd You know, I've been living in this neighborhood, well, for nigh on 70 years. I've seen a lot of families come and go, shared their laughter and their fears. My wife died a dozen years ago, and I've seen my share of lonely days. But I've found that reaching out and helping others can help keep loneliness at bay. Like the time that little Toby, with a sad look on his face, came walking slowly down the street and turned in at my place. Well, I waved at him with a friendly smile, wondering why he looked so down. The young'un tried his best to smile back, but <laughs> it still came out a frown. So I said, Toby, what's the trouble? Is there anything I can do? My puppy's run away, he said, and I don't know where he's gotten to. We were playing by the baseball field when a rabbit caught Bentley's eye. Boy, the way he took out after him, you'd have thought that dog could fly. It's been four days since I've laid eyes on him, and I've been searching everywhere. But I ain't seen hide nor hair of him. He's just vanished in thin air. Well, I'll be glad to help you look for him, I offered with a grin. <laughs> with the good Lord's help, I bet you and me could find your dog again. So we both commenced to looking for that rabbit-chasing pup. We posted a notice in the local paper and put an awful lot of flyers up. Well, after three days of hard looking, 
I got a phone call from the pound. A lady there said she had some real good news. Toby's Bentley had been found. So me and Toby got over there just as quickly as we could. Could you please get Bentley for me? Toby asked. The lady smiled and said she would. Well, when Bentley saw his master, he barked and jumped for joy. And Toby was grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> I've never seen a happier boy. But as Bentley raced toward Toby, who was holding out a bone, I looked to where he'd come from and saw he hadn't been alone. There was a big old hound dog watching Bentley leave the pen, and his sad eyes said he understood he'd never see that dog again. He only had three legs to stand on, and he'd lost most of one ear. When he slowly stood and looked at me, I felt the trickle of a tear. As he shook himself, my ears picked up the jingling of a tag. I took a few steps closer and his tail began to wag. The lady saw me looking at him and said, his looks don't match his name. The tag he wears says Lucky. And I thought, that's a doggone shame. I'm afraid his days are numbered here. He's been with us quite a while. We can't keep him here much longer, and well, he'll never attract a child. Then I thought to myself, I'm kind of like that dog. I'm alone and near life's end. If I took old Lucky home with me, we'd both have a special friend. So I asked the lady what I had to do to adopt that sad old hound. And we were both as glad as Toby when the four of us left the pound. Well, <laughs> my life's a whole lot different now that Lucky's come to stay. The day I reached out to Toby, well, that was my lucky day. <laughs> Come on, boy. Let's go get some soap. I was in, then I went to the... Ladies and gentlemen. Vendor's reception. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the natives are restless and sound like some of the dogs are too. <laughs> so I'm going to get out of here and make way for everything we've been waiting for to... Happened right about now. The commitment, the commencement of the 58th annual ACB National Conference and Convention. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the 58th Annual Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Here in beautiful Rochester, New York. 
First, I want to thank Dave Trevino for the wonderful entertainment we had prior to the opening. Thank you, Dave. It's my pleasure to convene the 58th Annual Convention of the American Council of the Blind and to make it official at all levels. I welcome Reverend Michael Garrett from Missouri City, Texas, to offer our invocation. Gotta bend over. <laughs> All right. Shall we pray? Almighty and eternal God, we beseech you to allow your the activity of your spirit to dwell in this place with each and every one of us. As we reflect over where we've come from 58 years of existence, 58 years of advocacy, 58 years of making a difference in the lives of blind and visually impaired people all over this country, and in some cases around the world. We thank you for giving us the strength and the will to make that difference. And this week, as the American Council of the Blind meets again, we will share, we will be encouraged, and we will be empowered to go back to our communities and continue to make a difference in the lives of our friends, our families, loved ones, and even ourselves. So grant us the power, grant us the strength, the wisdom to continue to do the work of this great organization. We need your help. We need your guidance. So grant us peace, power, and protection. And we'll forever give you the thanks and glory. In my Savior's name, Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Next, we will have the presentation of colors. Will you please rise? It's my pleasure to introduce to you and to tell you a little bit about them. The Buffalo Soldiers, VFW Post 9251 with Commander Bing C. Reeves, Sr., Rochester, New York. The Buffalo Soldiers were originally members of the 10th Cavalry um, Regiment of the United States Army, formed in September of 1866. This nickname was given to them as a black cavalry by Native American tribes who fought in the Indian Wars. I present to you the Buffalo Soldiers and to describe them and their costumes, or their uniforms, I should say, more correctly, will be Joe Lynn Bailey Page. Thanks, Kim. Five soldiers with the United States flag and the flag of New York proceed up the right aisle. Their uniforms are the dark blue cavalry regiment uniforms, Union soldiers, trimmed in gold. 
with yellow flared gloves. The soldiers are turning to march in front of the stage. Each soldier wears a yellow kerchief tied at the front in knee-high boots, black leather boots, white suspenders. Flags are placed in the posts. Colors. Please remain standing. Please follow me on a pledge to the greatest country in the United States, United States of America. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. They are saluted. Arms are lowered. Please remain standing as the color guard exits the room. Please remain standing as I introduce to you. It's a pleasure to introduce, um, to sing the Star Spangled Banner, Native Son from New York, Carrie Regan from Farmingdale, New York. Carrie, thank you. <clears throat> oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars who the perils just fight or the Thank you to the Buffalo Soldiers. Thank you so much for your service. You may be seated. Well, it's so exciting to be here in New York 
And that's true, even though I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> so, it is great to be here. And uh, it'll be even greater to hear from uh, the president of our New York affiliate, Lori Sarf, to talk about and welcome us to the great state of New York. Welcome, Lori. <laughs> Hello, you're coming. Keep coming. Here she comes. There you go. It's a pretty, um, there we go. Yeah, it's a pretty sensitive mic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being distracted. I don't even know who that was. <laughs> no, the person. Oh, it's Eric. <laughs> my, my dog probably placed her head in his lap. Yes, he says. Okay. Good night. Good, good, good night. evening, everyone. <laughs> wow, <evening's> over. <laughs> good evening, everybody. My name is Lori Scharf. I'm the president of ACB of New York. I'd like to welcome you all here. We're a small chapter we, uh, affiliate. We have nine chapters here. Two of them are special interest affiliates serving guide dog users throughout the state and citizens with low vision. And the rest of the rest of our chapter. Chapters serve specific geographic areas from Long Island to the Canadian border. I'd like to ask that Kathy Shields and the Rochester Council of the Blind be recognized for their work. We have some unique history here in New York as we have three schools for the blind. Two are what we call 4201s, which are totally private facilities that receive local fund, uh, state funding. And one is the New York State School for the Blind. In addition to that, our children are served by schools throughout the whole state with itinerant vision teachers. We also have a commission for the blind that serves children from birth until seniors through the New York State Commission for the Blind and partner agencies throughout the whole state. Several of them will be here this week and I hope that you get to meet them. In addition, we welcome you to join us on Tuesday afternoon in our suite 1550 to discuss accessible pedestrian signals throughout the country and to hear more about the work that we're doing here in New York with regards to issues on lead pedestrian intervals in New York City and other locations throughout the state. And I welcome you to Rochester. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on, I just can't get my dog. She's under the podium. It's a nice little dog house under there. It is a good dog house. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for me to present to you my report to the convention. It's been a true honor for me to come before you again for my sixth and final report as president of the American Council of the Blind. The time has truly sped by for me as I look back over the past six years. I have several updates to provide, 
but I do want to reserve much of my report to give some observations, impressions, and thank yous to so many people who made my term as president so productive and I believe very successful. Seven years ago, I made a commitment to the membership of ACB that I would step forward to run as president in 2013. It is a decision that no one who makes that important commitment takes on lightly. Once a, such a decision was made, I knew it was one that I had to stay totally focused on no matter what else came along. We never know what kinds of obstacles, roadblocks, or opportunities will be placed in our path as we move ahead, and that was the case for me. Just three months before the 2013 ACV convention in Columbus, I was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. I was so fortunate that it was detected very early and I was placed on a treatment schedule that was very successful with very few side effects. I was committed to move ahead for ACB and in fact, I believe that having that focus helped me to successfully complete my treatment. Now, just two months ago, I received the totally cancer-free diagnosis from my oncologist. <laughs> such, such great news to hear. And back then, I didn't let that cancer obstacle get in my way. I used it as my motivation to move ahead. It continues to be a pleasure for me to work with our incredible staff, both past and present, who get much of the organization's work done on a day-to-day -day basis. One significant moment I view as a major change point for ACB was the hiring of Eric Bridges as our executive director. Some questioned the hiring of such a young man to lead our organization, but I've never doubted Eric or his innate sense of what will work for ACB and his management style. He has good instincts and has brought on board a team of young, enthusiastic professionals who work hard and believe in ACB and what we stand for. Now I can honestly say ACB and our staff are highly regarded and admired in the cross-disability community and Eric's key relationships, input, and guidance are sought after from both government and industry alike. Thank you to that dedicated team Eric has pulled together. In our Minnesota office, 
We rely on Nancy Becker, Nicole Beto, Lane Waters, Nancy Christine Fila, and our new staff member, Cindy Van Winkle. <laughs> they keep the business wheels of ACB turning smoothly. And in our Alexandria, Virginia headquarters office, working directly with Eric, we are fortunate to have Kelly Gask, Sharon Levering, Claire Stanley, and Clark Rockfell, who stepped into the large shoes left empty by Tony Stevens, who we sure do miss, but Clark has not missed a step in those shoes, handling our advocacy and governmental affairs efforts every day. Thank you to all of you. Working alongside our strong staff are several contractors that do specific work for ACB in a variety of areas. Tom Tobin is our Director of Development. Joe Lynn Bailey Page is our grant writer. Joel Snyder is the Director of ACB's Audio Description Project. And Larry Turnbull is Managing Director of ACB Radio. Hello out there on ACB Radio. <laughs> Thanks to our contractors for all their efforts. I want to recognize and thank the members of the ACB Board of Directors and the members of the ACB Board of Publications collectively over the past six years for making my term as president so productive, collegial, and collaborative. Without all of you and your contributions, ACB would not be where it is today. Now to speak of the current board. First, I want to take a moment of personal privilege to recognize the support I have received from our immediate past president, Mitch Pomerantz. Mitch, six months ago, you gave us all a pretty big scare with a major medical issue. And we weren't sure we would be able to see you at this convention. I would like for you to please stand and be recognized by all of us for your stubbornness, your determination, and your overall curmudgeonliness, which are all the traits that made you recover so successfully. <laughs> Those traits are what we've come to, re to know you and respect you for every day. Mitch, thank you and glad that you're here with us for ACB. <laughs> As for the rest of the board, <laughs> thank you to all of you for your service. At the close of this convention, one officer, John McCann, will be stepping down from the board to dedicate his time and efforts to serving his local Arizona affiliate. Thank you, John, for your service to ACB. I also want to recognize another Arizonan who is um, a leader, who is terming out constitutionally, and that's Ron Brooks, who has been serving as chair of the Board of Publications. 
Ron has been on the BOP for the last six years, the last four as the chair. And he has done a tremendous job tackling some very challenging issues and bringing consensus and collaboration to bear to make the decision-making process as inclusive as possible. Ron, thank you for your service. And I am definitely expecting to see more from you on behalf of ACB in the future. want to acknowledge Ray Campbell for his service as secretary. He did a tremendous job and he and I joke often that we each broke the glass ceiling. Me for bringing, being the first woman president of ACB <laughs> and Ray for being the first male secretary in either a long time or possibly ever to serve ACB. Ray, it was an honor to work with you. <laughs> now for some updates. In late 2018, ACB worked with Hulu to become the latest streaming service to commit to accessibility for viewers who are blind or visually impaired. <laughs> That's okay to clap. Yay, it was a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, ACB worked with the Bay State Council of the Blind and we reached a settlement agreement to increase the accessibility of Hulu's streaming service to individuals who are blind or have low vision. As a result, Hulu is now undertaking efforts to make its website and software applications accessible via screen readers and is working to provide audio description tracks for its streaming content wherever possible. With these efforts, Hulu joins such services as Netflix, iTunes, and Amazon's Prime Video, which are providing audio description for their programming and making the entertainment industry more aware and accessible to the blind community. Hulu has already started adding audio described content on their website to over 38 programs and series. They have the remainder of this year to bring their app and website into compliance with current web accessibility guidelines and to continue adding audio described content moving forward. I want to thank disability rights advocates and the Disability Law Center of Boston who represented ACB and BSCB respectively in this case. <coughs> On February 8, 2019, the diplomatic papers of the Marrakesh Treaty for the Visually Impaired were delivered to the World Intellectual Property Organization in Geneva, Switzerland. Following the 90-day waiting period, on May 8, the United States became the 50th nation to officially be recognized as a member nation of the Marrakesh Treaty. This was a great advocacy moment for all of the blindness organizations and represented tremendous collaboration among all blindness organizations, the library community, and the publishing industry. The path ahead for Marrakesh does have some challenges 
for U.S. entities. But libraries are working to overcome those obstacles, and you will hear more about those efforts this week from NLS and Lua presenters. <laughs> Over the past three years, through hard work by both ACB staff and volunteers, ACB has continued to balance its budget and has even produced a small surplus. <laughs> As a result, ACB has stabilized financially, keeps growing its revenue streams, and has established a legacy endowment fund. This is a tremendous accomplishment for everyone supporting ACB and its fundraising efforts. You're all to be commended. A revised endowment policy was approved by the board, um, ACB board at yesterday's meeting and bequest received from this point forward will be used to make sure adequate reserves are in place to cover annual operating expenses and then the residual assets will be added to ACB's Legacy Endowment Fund. Most important, the Legacy Endowment Fund will ensure ACB's financial future and help to perpetuate ACB's important work for many years to come. So congratulations to all of us for this achievement. For those using technology to keep up with information, ACB has continued its efforts with the development of ACB radio access on the Amazon Alexa line of virtual assistant devices. Using Amazon Echo devices with Alexa, you can now listen to ACB Radio Mainstream or Treasure Trove. Just say, Alexa, open ACB Mainstream or open ACB Radio Treasure. We are working on bringing ACB Radio Cafe and ACB Radio Interactive into the Alexa line of devices with an enhanced skill later this year. I wonder how many Alexa devices out there in Radioland I just turned on. <laughs> My thanks to Jeff Bishop for his continued leadership and his vision of what ACB Radio can be and where it can go in the future. Thank you, Jeff. As I mentioned earlier, we never know what curveballs life will toss our way. In mid-April, I lost my beloved seeing eye dog, Dolly, to a cancerous tumor pressing on her spinal column that was inoperable. It was incredibly sudden and devastating. I had resigned myself to being at this last convention as ACB president using my cane, which for me is a pretty slow process. <laughs> I had hoped to finish my term as president with Dolly by my side since she had been with me through nearly the entire run, but that wasn't meant to be. So I did what all of us 
who have to go through the dog replacement process do. I completed the paperwork. I faxed off the forms on May 1st and settled in for a long wait. On May 4th, I received a call from the seeing eye while I was attending a BANA meeting in Toronto, the Braille Authority of North America. I was certain I must have made some dreadful error on my paperwork. They asked me if I might be able to come in for training on May 6th, two days later, to train with a new dog. I was stunned, but it didn't take long to say yes. <laughs> so I spent a couple of weeks in Morristown, New Jersey, training with my new seeing eye dog, Idabel. Yes, Ida Bell Charlson, a nice southern name for a good little Yankee dog <laughs> up in Boston. She's a two-and-a-half-year-old female German Shepherd, and she is working out great. And if you all see us zipping down the halls this week, please say hi. With Ida Bell by my side, I will finish up what has been a great experience leading a wonderful organization. I will start the next chapter in my service to ACB. I'm not sure quite yet what direction that will be, but I have a few ideas and I'm excited to continue work for ACB moving into the future. In closing, my thanks to all of the volunteers working with ACB. Last year, our volunteers contributed 18,502 hours of their time and effort to our organization, which is up over 2,000 hours from the previous year. That is an amazing accomplishment. My, th my thanks to ACB committee chairs, ACB committee members, and others for all the hard work you do in making this organization the best it can be in serving people who are blind throughout the country. My thanks also to this year's convention committee, all of the volunteers who come and help us every year, and everyone who has worked to make this convention all that I know it will be, one of our most successful conventions ever. The American Council of the Blind and our thousands of members continue to have much to be proud of. And our affiliates and chapters all across this country are making a difference in so many ways. Our work continues to be important and our advocacy continues to be our strength. I am looking forward to supporting our new president and the new team of officers that will lead ACB into the future. I want to help with membership initiatives, implementing our vision for the future, and promoting ACB's core values throughout our organization. We will continue to have victories on key issues, battles when we need to fight for our civil rights, and partnering with industry 
to make opportunities for inclusion a reality rather than a dream. I plan to be there for all of you working hard to make all of those dreams a reality for all of us. Thank you for the opportunity you've given me to lead ACB for the last six years. It was an honor I will always treasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Where are those commercials when you need them, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, it's, it's a pleasure for me to, um, to introduce our next speaker to you. Someone who I've gotten to know over the last several years, who is so dedicated to our community, who works incredibly hard to come up with innovative ideas and ways to make things better for all of us. And I don't think anybody can be as innovative as he is and the team that he's put together at IRA and the IRA Corporation. It's my honor today to welcome to you as our crown jewel sponsor for the 2019 convention, uh, Suman Kanyuganti, the president of IRA Corporation from San Diego, California. Suman. There you are. Here's my hug. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, members of ACABA. Yeah. I am Suman Kanuganti, founder and president of IRA. As many of you know, IRA is a remote pair of professional eyes, right there in your pocket, available to be of support when you need to get acquainted with your environment or manage a visual task 24-7 via a smartphone or our Horizon Smart Glasses. By the way, I really like some Horizon Smart Glasses, you know, with this crowd today. So thanks a lot for wearing them. In short, IRA aims to give our explorers another way to acquire a vivid description of life. I want to briefly introduce Mike Randall, IRA's new CEO. I, Randall will be managing the continued growth of IRA while I work together with team and our team with him to promote IRA and its vision nationwide. Just last year, I spoke to this convention about how critical ACB's partnership could be in establishing our new concept called IRA Access. It started with piloting the concept at the Perkins School for the Blind. After only a year, I'm pleased to announce that we are providing IRA for free to our explorers at 25,000 different locations around the country and world. Yeah. That includes Walgreens, 
Wegmans, AT&T stores, and over 40 domestic and international airports. I want you to know how important ACB has been in supporting IRA to get help this done. Speaking of access, attend our IRA session tomorrow at 4.15 p.m. in Lilac Ballroom North, where you can learn more about traveling and living your life on your own terms with IRA access. Specifically, I want to thank your fabulous outgoing president, Kim Charlson, her spouse and president of the Bay State Council of the Blind, Brian Charlson, and ACB's executive director, Eric Bridges, for taking a leap of faith with IRA to make IRA access a reality and permanent part of the IRA ecosystem. After only two years of actively working together with ACB, we have become the crown jewel sponsor of ACB convention. If you know, I'm super proud by the way, two years. If you know anything about IRA, you know the attitude and you know the energy we bring to our relationships. We build visual experiences for the blind and low vision people in close collaboration with the community. We work hard to break down the barriers. We move fast in bringing the value to our explorers. We are proud of our excellent IRA agents who we train and who you help improve further with your helpful feedback. We listen and learn from the insights of the community. We are here and we want you to be proud of IRA's ever-growing community. And we are back at ACB this year to say thank you, ACB and share the love as 2019 ACB Convention Crown Jewel Sponsor. I, I love that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of IRA is the relationship that our explorers have with our agents. To guarantee that each of you can experience the best of IRA, I hereby announce that ACB has sponsored IRA Access for the entire convention. Yeah, thank you, Eric. Our staff, who is here in the room today, our staff are waiting to help any of you who do not yet have an IRA account to create one for free. Connect with our team at IRA Booth, and you shall be up and running in a few seconds. The leadership of ACB wanted to provide this service to each of you, so that way you could get the most out of your convention experience, a philosophy that completely aligns with my goals as well. Earlier this year, Eric Bridges, on my left, Eric Bridges asked me to join in a dialogue with ACB board to discuss a variety of topics pertaining to IRA. Well, to be honest, I was a little nervous. <laughs> but of course, I happily agreed to engage. I worked with many board members across the industry, many different organizations. And you should know how vibrant, versatile, smart, and engaged your ACB board is. Yeah. Together, we talked about and developed several initiatives that have and will make IRA stronger for all of its users. First, you may know that ACB played a large part in getting our pilot with Boston's MBTA off the ground. Yep. Thanks, Brian Charlson, wherever you are. Today, we are offering IRA access at all MBTA bus stops. 
subways, commuter rail stations, and even ferries. I would like to thank Brian Charlson, who played a leadership role alongside with our dear Paul Strader of IRA in helping us achieve this first-of-a-kind partnership with the region's public transit infrastructure, which is pretty cool. Second, IRA's commitment to our senior community was strengthened by this interaction with ACB board. We at IRA concentrated mostly on human potential and not on age, so we refer to our growing senior explorer base as older adults. More than 35% of our users are more than 55 years of old, of age. <laughs> Additionally, approximately 50% of the tasks that our older adult community manage with IRA occur at home. Now, we have observed an increase in mobility and independence among this community after they take advantage of IRA. I want to thank ACB's Deb Lewis for her invaluable insights in helping IRA and ACB collaborate on developing innovative programs for the older adult community. Third, is the fun part. ACB is in the forefront of pioneering standards for the audio description. We at IVRA know a good thing when we see it. <laughs> and we have leveraged your work thanks to the leadership by Joel Snyder. It enhanced, it enhanced our agent's ability to provide real-time vivid descriptions of movies and performances enhancing these experiences for the blind and low vision community. You may be surprised to know that our agents have described more than 1,400 titles during this last year. Yeah, that includes Game of Thrones and also Fantastic Beats. <laughs> we, have used IRA, we have used our IRA live feature to create community in this context, hosting virtual description parties among explorers who share common interests IRA and ACB are working together to increase our capacity to provide description in this fashion. Yep. Now, our agents, our agents are ready to provide visual interpretation for any task at hand to explorers of all ages. For fun, I often ask our agents to share some of these moments with me. Why? Because I want to, in turn, share some of these fun anecdotes with you. <laughs> so one agent shared that a blind parent caught their child playing video games when they were supposed to be studying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best stuff. <laughs> Another agent, they <laughs> speaking to the kids, yeah. <laughs> Another agent shared that an explorer started a session by asking what his guide dog was doing, and he learned that the puppy was stockpiling treats for later use. <laughs> Finally, shifting to something serious and something to youthful perspective, a third agent shared that she helped an explorer, perhaps in her early 20s, take a train into Boston to attend the Pride Festival. This explorer... <laughs> This explorer was reveling in the freedom that Ira offered, explaining that she would previously would been discouraged from traveling to Boston alone. 
I want to make it clear that IRA is about being on your terms, where you want it, when you want it. We are making strides in developing job-seeking programs, blind entrepreneurial programs, independent living skills initiatives, and mobility enhancement. You should understand that our agents interact with explorers more than 1,000 times a day to manage tasks involving reading, job tasks, parenting, cooking, traveling, and simply enjoying the precious moments of their lives from the mundane to the magical. We have diligently worked to bring IRA to as many as we can through free IRA access program. The digital product offerings such as Vispero, our JAWS offering, and Intuit, our blind entrepreneurs offering, and low-priced introductory offerings such as our $29 plan. But this is simply not enough. It is still not enough. Our mission always has been to bring IRA to explorers for low cost or no cost. This leads to my biggest announcement in the history of IRA. Are you ready for this announcement? It is a moment for me in my life because I've been waiting for this for the past four years. So starting this fall, for the first time ever, we will be offering free daily use of IRA for everyone. This means our existing active explorers and also the rest of you opening free accounts will be able to make some free use of IRA on a daily basis for any task. I welcome all active users, whether you are on a paid plan or using IRA access for free, to be now part of the growing IRA Explorer community. This offering will be rolled out in phases. The first phase will be for all of you who actively use IRA. Yep, explorers first. You, more, you have more than likely spoke with an IRA agent this week to navigate the airport or visited Wegmans across the street to buy necessities. Yeah? Yeah? Experience the convention with IRA today right, and start being an active explorer. If you don't have already an IRA account, visit our booth and our staff will help you set up your free account. No questions asked. Bottom line, be an active explorer and be part of this exciting first phase of our service expansion. I cannot be more thrilled than to be able to announce this significant new free offering for the first time here. I hope, I hope that everyone sees the energy and the effort that goes into building the IRA platform. I hope you all see our commitment to breaking down the barriers of inaccessibility in every facet of life. All the explorers in the room, all the explorers in the room, everybody who has had an experience at least once or more with an IRA agent. I want all of you to please stand. Hey. <laughs>
If you have talked to an IRA agent once, please stand. People, you are all part of the IRA revolution. It's a revolution for equal access to information. With your support, we will stop. We will not stop. With your support, we will not stop until the idea of inaccessibility becomes a thing of past. I look forward to seeing you all at the Explorer Party on Monday night. Thank you all. <laughs> Suman, that's fabulous. Fabulous news. There you go. You're amazing. Now we can close you, it together. You are amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what can I say but wow? Isn't that incredible news? Absolutely incredible news. So, um, fantastic. Are the Debbies here? One of the Debbies. The Debbie. Okay, we have a Debbie. Debbie Rozier? Yes. Okay. All right. It's my pleasure to recognize um, Debbie Rozier, who's co-chair of the ACB Awards Committee for a presentation. That's okay. If you want to stay there, that's fine. No, okay. we were just going to introduce okay. ourselves. Um, so this is our first time doing the co-chair of the awards committee. So I had wanted to introduce ourselves. I am Debbie Rozier, um, and co-chair is Deb Trevino. Um, and I think she's coming up, isn't she? You want to? Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's here for moral support. That's awesome. Um, so tonight, the award that we are presenting is the Robert S. Bray Award. And um, before I do that presentation, I would like to thank Debbie for chairing, co-chairing the committee with me. I'd also like to thank all the um, all the committee members. My dog is here playing with Kim, I think. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm pulling him and trying to talk. <laughs> um, and, and anyway, I'd like to thank all the committee members for, for helping us through the time and getting the nominations. Thank you to all the nom nominating, the people who nominated uh, the people that are going to be awarded. We're doing the one award tonight. We will do one uh, during the day, during the week, and then the rest are at the banquet. Um, tonight's award is the Robert S. Bray Award. It is for a person or corporation for innovations. Um, I'm going to make it short and sweet. The the um, corporation that we have had nominated and voted on is for IRA. So, I, I would like, I would like um, to have someone come up and read the award, and um, it's my pleasure to present the award to Suma for, for, okay. The Robert S. Bray Award presented to IRA Technology Corporation in recognition of its outstanding service to the blindness community in expanding access to the environment and surroundings, July 6, 2019, Rochester, New York. Let's zoom under whoever's 
two months here, so. Who, who had this surprise? Huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I did not plan this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I kept the secret. <laughs> See, she knows me by now. She knows, like, how to get this guy's attention. Oh, uh, um, oh dear, I don't know what to say, but hey, um, you know, um, I was pulling back and I was like, hey, you know, wait, wait for a few more minutes. And I was like, why is uh, something going on? He's like, no, just, just hang in here for a while. Just hang in here for a while. Didn't want you to sneak off. Oh, dear. Um, thank you. Thank you, ACB. And whatever I said in my speech, I meant it. Uh, <laughs> for real. That's great. I want you to know I signed up for IRA today. Oh, good for you. So all I will say is, um, I've been coming to ACB for three years now, and I will keep coming back. That's my promise. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Suman, you're trying to get your picture. Oh, good. Awesome. Thanks, guys. This is a wonderful surprise, and thanks for the treat. Thank you. Uh, if you think this was really something, I tell you, this is Deb Trevino, co-chair of the committee, and uh, we want to encourage you all to be on the lookout for other recipients of our awards. We um, didn't have very many to give out this year, and we would like more challenge in the selection of recipients. Of course, this one, there was no question. But, you know, we, we would like to encourage you all to uh, nominate folks in your community, folks who have done remarkable things, um, and just be, um, be aware that we're going to be in touch looking for nominations for next year. So thank you. Thank you. All right, so now... It is time for a part of the program that I always enjoy. So, and that is the, um, the presentation of ACB Life memberships. And we have two categories, the known and the unknown or secret. So we're gonna start with the known. So the known people probably know <laughs> because they're known. So if you're known that you're known, and the known, 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 would you stand up, knowns, because we'd like to know who you are so we can get you up here as quickly as possible. So <laughs> we are going to start with our first known life membership, which is going to Ricky Scott from Raleigh, North Carolina, and it is given by the North Carolina Council of the Blind. Ricky? Congratulations. And I believe assisting me is Nancy Becker. Is that right? Or Kelly? Or some little known gnome of some sort? Kelly too? Okay. An ACB gnome of some sort? Ricky. Yes, hey there. Congratulations. Thank you. thank you, thank you. You want to say a couple words? You don't I have will. to yell too much and move. It's pretty sensitive, so it'll catch you. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I am um, I uh, the president, uh, well, our 
NC uh, Council of the Blind, our president approached me about this because uh, I'd been involved with our organization for about, uh, well, a total of about 15, 16 years, and he thought that it was now time to uh, give this award. <laughs> and I told uh, him, I said, well, Terry, you know, I think there are others who are more deserving than I am, but uh, if you insist that this is my time to take it, then I will. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Ricky. I, I heard by good authority that, uh, that, that you did deserve this. Yes. So we're not going to dispute it. There's no question. Can you make a comment? Yeah. I want to yeah. tell you something. Okay. You got a story? Uh, well, I don't have a story, oh. but I want to say this. Uh, and it dovetails it dovetail with what I've done with the council of our state. I am a candidate for city council in Raleigh, North Carolina. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. So uh, I'm looking forward to that challenge and that campaign. And uh, I will always cherish what I've learned and experienced from learning from ACB and and, uh, you know, I'm the first, the first person who has a visual impairment, who has run for city council in our city and maybe in our state. Wow. But at least, hey, we are marching and moving forward, aren't we? And I will certainly comment on what I've learned at ACB. Thank you. Thank Great. you. Congratulations. Thank you. Good luck in the election. <laughs> Congratulations. That's wonderful news. This is another one presented by an affiliate, and I'm very pleased to welcome to the podium to receive her life membership, Peggy Ivey from Nashville, Tennessee, and this is given by the Tennessee Council of the Blind. All right, so Beth Corley is going to receive on behalf of Peggy. Do you want to say a few words, Beth? Sure. Okay. Right. Oops, me too. Okay. You don't have to talk. Sorry if you're disappointed. Peggy's not here. <laughs> but uh, I am so honored to accept this award of lifetime member for Peggy. She is a dear friend of mine, but she's also a dear friend to ACB, TCB, and also our, our local affiliate, Middle Tennessee Council of the Blind. She's been the president for several years. I'm not even sure how many, but she has greatly enlarged our membership by her efforts. She has participated in just about everything you can think of to help um, advocate our issues and to uh, go to legislation, to work at health fairs, to go to everything to speak about issues for the blind and to advocate for us. So she certainly deserves this award. Peggy, I know you're listening. We love you and thank you for all your hard work. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, not, not for no, Peggy because it's no. not Peggy. Yeah. I'm not near as cute as Peggy. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, our third and final known membership. It's an honor for me to present this to someone who just um, a few weeks ago said she wanted to get a life membership before my term as president ended, and I was so honored by that. 
Um, I'm really, really touched. And she's such a talented lady, smart, bright. She's really great. Um, and it's an honor for me to recognize for a life membership from ACB, Sean Barrett from Mississippi. Sean. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much again. There's the mic. You're short. Yeah, well, it's pretty sensitive. You don't have to move it. I came to my first ACB convention in 1975 in Mobile. And I was a college student and trying to decide if I was going to law school. So I hung around the students. They were a lot of fun, a lot more fun. (laughs) But I also hung around the lawyers, and they were so fascinating. Kim, they were all men. Yeah. All of them, of course. But I have so many role models, lifelong friends in ACB. I love the democratic principles that govern this organization. (laughs) And the way ACB conducts its advocacy, either through structured negotiations or if we have to uh, go to court. But this organization has meant so much to me, and I think Kim has done such an outstanding job. And you know, we don't talk enough about her being the first female president. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you to those folks for investing in our members and investing in ACB. That's really wonderful. All right. Now for the fun ones. The secret ones. All right. So, when I do my, my presidential speeches, um, you might have noticed that I didn't thank someone in this speech this year. I usually thank my husband, and I didn't mention him. That's because I'm going to mention him now. It's my honor to give Brian Charlson a life membership in the American Council of the Blind. Uh, without, without Brian's support over the last six years, I don't know that I could have done everything that I've done for this organization. He's been there for me all the time and uh, listened to me when I was cranky and cooked me dinner when I had conference calls and done my laundry when I didn't have time to do it myself. And the people from Massachusetts, they better be quiet because they know a lot. What, what's in Massachusetts stays in Massachusetts, right, guys? <laughs> so. <laughs> but there's also someone else in my life who has done a lot, and that's Vicki Vogt, my life sister. She's been here for the last six conventions with me helping me to find rooms that have been virtually impossible to find when I was supposed to be there and just always been a support system for me when I was cranky and I didn't think my blouse looked good or my hair looked right or whatever. Nobody else I could say those kind of things to, but I could say them to Vicki. So Brian and Vicki, this is kind of a life membership for Vicki too. So Brian... 
Congratulations, Brian. You deserve it. You want to say something? Yes, I do. Okay. I have to lean way down to say anything. <laughs> um, this is my 40th convention. Um, and, you know, that's an important landmark in, in somebody's life, absolutely. But uh, I hope you'll join me in congratulating Kim because she had the smarts come July 21st of this month of being married to me for 40 years. <laughs> it's great, you know, we have no children, but we have the ACB family to keep us in line. Uh, you haven't helped our economy personally uh, all that well, so I hope you'll keep us in our retirement. Uh, <laughs> we've, helped the ACB. We, we've helped the ACB econ uh, economy a little bit once in a while. I uh, love participating in the walk. We do the president's team, and mostly at Kim's efforts, and we're able to come in with just the two of us with counting a all of our supporters we were able to bring to ACB, including a $5,000 match, $11,000 to the walk. So as you can tell, Kim doesn't just talk the talk, she walks the walk. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Again, thank you for this award, and uh, I'll treasure it forever. Thank you, sweetheart. Take a picture. All right. That was fun. <laughs> All right. So our next secret membership is kind of fun too. So um, it's to somebody a bit younger than me and Brian, but there's a connection. Um, this person was married the same day as me and Brian. So Mr. Eric Bridges is giving his wife, Rebecca, a life membership in the American Council of the Blind. <laughs> and they really were married the same day as Brian and I. They will, um, 28 years after Brian and me. <laughs> so they've been married, do the math. 12 years, <laughs> coming up in a couple weeks. Congratulations, Rebecca. <laughs> now, now you get to take over. <laughs> Speech. Speech. Oh, you're Speech. So... Speech. Speech. Come on. Oh. What's good for one is good for the other. Oh, jeez. Eric, you stinker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. <laughs> um, thank you. I am speechless. <laughs> um, wow. Thank you. <laughs> All good. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, dear. Um, well, no, thank you very much. I mean, ACB is such a um, it's, it's a family affair. <laughs> we live, breathe, eat, sleep, ACB. And we love it. Um, I was 
a member of ACB, I, I guess, before, you knew me. before I knew Eric. So uh, we've just carried it forward. But I'm so, so thrilled to be a part of the ACB family. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you stink. Yeah. You guys take a picture. Your anniversary picture. Oh, sure. Yeah, Where all right. <laughs> Let's see. Who's next? Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay. Well, kind of special. Um, you've actually heard from this lady today already. Hmm. Who could that be? Well, the ACB of New York State has decided to give Lori Scharf a life membership in the American Council of the Blind. And I bet that wasn't easy to figure out. So <laughs> my compliments to that board for getting that around Lori without her not knowing. <laughs> so congratulations, Lori, and the ACB of New York. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. <laughs> well, <laughs> how'd you guys get this one done? <laughs> I don't know. There's no budget line. <laughs> and I'm dogless this time, Eric. Don't worry, because she was, she was sound asleep. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, so I started out in ACB in 93 was my first convention. And I think I've missed three since then. So, um, yeah, okay. Well, it's a nice uh, surprise. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right, our last, our last life membership goes to someone who I've seen several times in the last couple days. He's a very nice gentleman. Comes from California, but I don't hold that against him. He's okay. <laughs> and he's married to somebody who's been very active in ACB for very many years. So I'm very pleased to say that Artis Bazin is giving her husband, Kevin Berkery, a life membership in the American Council of the Blind. Congratulations, Kevin! Hi, we Hi. see you again. Yep. Imagine again. that. <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you for my beautiful wife. Uh, total surprise. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Uh, it worked. Uh, to my good friend Mitch out there, what was the over-under on this? <laughs> but anyway, um, I always knew I made the right decision all those years ago. And uh, I love this organization. And again, artists, thank you, and I love you. Aww. Very sweet. Can I take a picture? Sure. You should have brought her up here with you. Oh, <laughs> All right. Thank you to all our life members for 2019. Um, the great class of 2019 life members.
right. Is Dan Spoon on the podium or nearby? Okay. All right. So I'd like to just um, let Dan come to the podium and with uh, Tom Tobin and talk about our um, ACB Angel presentations for this evening. Dan and Tom. All right. There you go. Hello, hello. All right. <laughs> well, I got to make it a little higher. First, could uh, Mary Beth Metzger and Jay Doudna please come to the right side of the stage? And I'm hoping to introduce our uh, Angel Tribute Class of 2019. We'll have the opportunity to play the Angel Song. Isn't that a wonderful song? That is by Sweet Adeline's Some Assembly Required from Nashville, Tennessee, written by Dan Dillon. This year, um, we have 16 angels that we are going to honor over the week. And... Uh, it's, it's really a bittersweet moment for me. So as we listen to this list of angels for this year, um, first, it's, it's, it's a really, uh, it, it's a fantastic list of people who have really given so much to this organization throughout their lives. And it's an opportunity for us to honor them for all that they've done and at the same time uh, remember them in our thoughts and prayers. So... With this group of 16 angels, we will now have 50 angels that have been recognized over the last five years. So we thank everybody who uh, has participated uh, in this program from their affiliates and chapters, and uh, we ap appreciate uh, everybody's uh, just uh, dedication and thought to our leaders that have done so much for our organization. So here's who's going to be presented and which day they're going to be presented. First is M.J. Schmidt, a charter member of ACB from New York. That will be tonight. And then next is Leroy Saunders, former ACB president from Oklahoma. Then tomorrow on Sunday, we will hear testimonies about Sue Amateur from Washington State, Marlena Lieberg from Washington State, 
and John, Dow, John Dashney from Oregon. On Monday, we will hear uh, testimonies from, uh, um, excuse me, <clears throat> um, from Jack Barbier from Oregon and from Edie Huff, on Edie Huffman from Indiana. On Tuesday, we will hear testimonies on Ann Sims from Georgia and Al Gill from California. On Wednesday, we will hear testimonies from uh, Carolyn Kobe from Minnesota, Barb McDonald from Arizona, and Edith Carter from Tennessee. And then on Thursday, we'll end up with testimonies from James Carter from Tennessee, from Vernon Daigle from um, Louisiana, from Mary Catherine Jones from North Carolina, and from on Frank Casey from right here in New York. So that's our list of angels for this year. And I'm hoping either Jay or Mary Beth Metzger, or is anyone? Is Mary Beth here? Okay. Now I'd like to introduce Mary Beth Metzger to give a testimonial on MJ Smith. Mary, Mary Beth. Here's the mic right here. Okay. Are we good? Might have to come down a little. So what happens when you're short? Thank you. Good evening, and welcome to Rochester. I'm Mary Beth Metzger, a Rochesterian and longtime friend of fellow Rochesterian M.J. Schmidt, who, as you know, was one of the founders of ACB. I'm particularly honored to help present M.J. as an ACB angel here in our native city. Jeff Hills, M.J.'s son, was unable to be here, as was Scott Marshall, who first suggested this project. I'd like to thank Jeff Scott, Tom Tobin, Sharon Lovering, the New York and Illinois affiliates, and all the other friends who made this presentation possible. Any of you who, know, who knew MJ know that she always liked stories, so I'm going to give you a quick story. When I was about six months old, my parents contacted the Association of the Blind, which is now ABVI, because they realized I couldn't see. They were quickly introduced to a young, married, competitively employed woman named Mary Jane Hills. As she held their baby, I'm certain that MJ did her best, both by example and by words, to convince my parents that I too could live a happy and productive life. When MJ would tell this story, I often reminded her that she was my role model which actually, in many ways, was true. Before MJ's death, and perhaps like some of you here tonight, I didn't know much about the ACB Angel Program. I considered it primarily as a means of raising much-needed funds. But as I was pre preparing for this presentation, it's caused me to think about a far more compelling reason why we should take time to consider MJ Schmidt and the other notable ACB angels who will be honored at this convention. During her life, MJ worked relentlessly to improve the lives of other blind people. She gave unstintingly of her time and talent, not just to make her own life better, but to ensure that those blind people who followed after her would not need to work quite as hard as she did in order to succeed. 
MJ often welcomed people into her home and even more often found numerous ways to put people to work. <laughs> MJ did not underestimate difficulties. Rather, she determined to use every personal and intellectual weapon in her considerable arsenal to achieve her goals, both for herself and for blind people as a group. She did not flinch from undertaking life's large tasks, like moving to Chicago to become the first blind computer programmer at Sears. And she did not disdain the more mundane tasks of attending meetings, stuffing envelopes, or selling many, many, many raffle tickets. <laughs> MJ had high standards for herself and for her friends. At an ACB convention a few years ago, I was faced with a very difficult decision. Either to miss, uh, to risk missing my plane home or fail to complete a task I had promised to do for MJ. I risked missing the plane. <laughs> MJ, was, MJ was not, as she may have seemed sometimes, fearless, but she she chose to keep pressing forward, even when she was afraid. In, in many ways, <clears throat> MJ and I are very, very different. And over the years, uh, we've had some vigorous discussions, shall we call them. <laughs> Whether we agreed or disagreed, though, I've benefited greatly from MJ's tough love from her encouragement, and from her frequent reminders about giving back to the blindness community. As we consider more, MJ's more than 50 years of dedicated service to ACB, let's look a little more closely at what each of us can do individually and corporately to improve the lives of people who are blind. Sometimes that could mean a kind word or a listening ear, a writing letter, or talking with a legislator later. Sometimes it can mean taking the time to nurture old and new friendships, as MJ loved to do. Those of us who knew and loved MJ will miss her friendship. All of us, either directly or indirectly, will continue to benefit from her wisdom, perseverance, and tenacity. Thank you for the opportunity to share with you this evening. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. And now we're going to hear from Jay Doudna to give a presentation on Leroy Saunders. Jay. Got it. Thank you very much. Leroy's wife, Pat, is unable to be here tonight. And I am honored to she asked me to speak for her in her behalf, and I'm honored to do that. Pat wanted Leroy to be honored in this way on the wall. You know, Leroy is our first low vision president, and Pat reminded me when I spoke with her on the phone two nights ago that he was insistent after he was elected president that 
all materials had to be in large print and braille. And she thought that was pretty significant since he was a low vision person. But he cared an awful lot to make sure that everybody had what they needed. Now my brief remark is that I worked with Leroy for a long time when he was president and I was working and living in Pennsylvania before I moved to Oklahoma. And the times I spent working with ACB on the convention, we would work together on a lot of issues. But I didn't really get to know Leroy until I moved to Oklahoma and became his neighbor down the street. That's when Leroy became my friend. And he was a great guy and somebody that we miss even now. Pat thinks that uh, Leroy would think it was pretty neat that he was on the wall, but she thinks that he would not think that he was an angel. <laughs> but Pat says that he is her angel and that he was ACB's angel too. We miss you, Leroy. 1931, 2012. Let's remember Leroy Saunders. Thank you, Jay. And I want to give special thanks to Tom Tobin and Nancy Becker for all their hard work in pulling all the angels together this year. The angel wall is in booth five in the exhibit hall, so please come by, see the testimonials in braille and large print, and take a moment to, to touch the plaques that are in beautiful steel raised letters in braille. And we look forward to celebrating the rest of the angels throughout the convention. And thank you so much. Oh, and also, uh, Kim has asked me to please also remember that we have the testimonials on the acb.org website. Thank you all so much, and have a good evening. ACB has a wonderful program called the Durward K. McDaniel First Timers Program. And we have a super committee with a great chair that manages this process for our first timers and also our um, J.P. Morgan fellows, leadership fellows. So I am going to recognize now at this time Kenneth Simeon, Sr. from Beaumont, Texas, who's the chair of the DKM First Timers Committee to introduce to you our 2019 First Timers. Thank you, Kenneth, hi. Thank you, Kim. Hello, ACB. Hello. We are honored tonight to be here to introduce to you, our 2019 DCAM first timers, and we have some other awards we will present right after that. Uh, we will have audio introductions 
but I wanted to let you know that each year we select a DKM, DKM first-timer from one from the east of the Mississippi River and one from the west. And so we have uh, those who are going to present in alphabetical order to you tonight. Introducing Ted Boardman of Bloomington, Indiana, as the 2019 DKM first-timer east of the Mississippi River. Ted works full-time managing information technology for an academic department at Indiana University. He also does freelance app and web development. Ted has worked hard to strengthen his chapter, Heartland ACB, by assisting with administrative tasks and broadening awareness of their efforts, while also serving as chapter representative to the ACB of Indiana Board of Directors. Other efforts include actively advocating to improve access to transportation and employment. Even while facing challenges with progressive vision loss, he exhibits positive energy and is determined to serve and assist others while advancing his career goals. Okay, everyone, I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Ted Boardman. And he'll have a few words. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Kenneth. Um, I just can't tell you how much, how pleased I am to be selected. It's been, it's been quite an impression to come and meet people that I've been reading about for years, uh, see the board, do the great work that ACB does, and see the, the, the outcome of endeavors and the work that they put in um, bearing fruit. I've been involved for about 10 years at a chapter level and it's really nice to see the national organization at work. So I'm, I'm just very pleased to be here and to meet other people and to learn, um, learn things that I didn't know and can help me be a better person and adjust to this continual change that I'm experiencing, which is gradual vision loss. Even though my vision seems to be getting less, my world is opening up in a way because of ACB. Thank you. That was our DKM first-timer from the east, and now we'll recognize the DKM first-timer from the west. Introducing Stephen Salas of Austin, Texas, as the 2019 DKM first-timer west of the Mississippi River. Stephen is in his final year at Austin Community College as he works to acquire his degree in music business, performance, and technology. He eagerly plans to move forward with a career in music business with a goal to become a music teacher and performing artist. Since joining the Austin Council of the Blind, Stephen has served on the nominating committee and the public relations committee while assisting his chapter by maintaining a presence on social media, the chapter website, and community projects, including public speaking. Stephen desires to share his abilities as he identifies areas that he can contribute to throughout the organization. Ladies and, gen ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Mr. Stephen Salas. Hey, how's it going? Um, thank you guys for accepting me into our organization. Um, I didn't have a speech prepared, but um, I want to tell you guys, uh, you have treated me amazingly, better than the uh, other organization, which I won't name, but uh, they, uh, well, their initials are NFB, so I, I won't say their names, though, you know, <laughs> but
But um, I do uh, have a strong uh, presence in social media. So right now, you guys are being Facebook live stream on the Austin Council the li- uh, Facebook page. So everybody say hi to Austin Flair. <laughs> so I'm doing that as I'm speaking. So um, I want to say uh, thank you to uh, Peggy Garrett, Chris Prentice, um, the Texas State President, and the Austin Council of the Blind President. Um, I'm young, but I will be coming after your positions soon. So... <laughs> Uh, Kim Charleston, you're, you're an amazing leader, uh, Kim. So I'll be coming after your position as well. So I want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you so much for having me here. Congratulations, thank Steven. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. That's <laughs> <laughs> Kim. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank, uh, thank everyone for allowing us to share those with you. We will come back for a few more later. But I do want to thank ACB and all its members for helping the DCAM committee uh, to continue and thank you for supporting our event this year it's big this year and I appreciate you all for joining in to help us out well good evening I'm the guy that gave the uh, life membership earlier to somebody (laughs) out there yes so I, my remarks will be brief. Uh, over the course of the last decade plus, we've had the opportunity to forge some really interesting relationships with companies in different sectors of our economy to ensure that their products or services or products and services were accessible to our community. Uh, one of those companies that we came to know and have come to work with Um, has done a a pretty good job of ensuring that their products and services are accessible through the collaboration with the American Council of the Blind. This company is J.P. Morgan Chase. And through our work with J.P. Morgan Chase and the relationships that we've developed over the last several years a really awesome occurrence has taken place, and that is that they have given us money through grants each of the last several years to build our talent pipeline from within the organization through the sponsorship and and support, financial support, of programs, leadership programs, not the least of which is the J.P. Morgan Leadership Fellows Program. They began to support this project of ours that became a program uh, in 2016. And as of this year, with the next five fellows that will be introduced by Kenneth here in a minute, that number will be 23 ACB members who are up and coming or have graduated over the last three years into national leaders. So thank you very much to J.P. Morgan Chase for their continued support uh, in enabling us to, to capacity build as an organization to identify talented members that are on the state level that should have visibility at the national level and have the opportunity to come and network and learn here at this convention. Thank you very much. I'll hand it back to Kenneth. Okay, now we will move forward with 
Introducing uh, J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows for 2019. Introducing Donna K. Browning, a 2019 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from Alexandria, Virginia. Donna passionately serves as the Vice President of NOVA, Northern Virginia Council of the Blind, as Second Vice President of ACB of Virginia, and gladly serves as the Chair of the Communications Committee, which oversees development of the website and social media presence. Within her community, Donna has served on the Commission on Persons with Disabilities for the City of Alexandria, Virginia, assisted in setting up a Spanish library at one of the local children's hospitals, as well as serving in her religious community in various ways. Donna seeks to learn, grow personally, and become more engaged in her service to the organization on all levels as she contributes to advocacy efforts and her community. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Donna Browning. Good evening, ACB. I'm very excited to be selected, and I was actually very surprised and humbled by it. Um, I'm so very excited to have this opportunity to be able to get the training and to be able to come to the um, convention to learn many things that I can take back to Virginia and help my chapter and my affiliate. I want to thank Kim Charleston, and I want to thank Eric Bridges. I want to thank my mentor, uh, Doug Powell from Virginia, and I want to say a special thank you, too, to Marie Brenius, who put up with so many of my questions that I would ask over and over when I had problems just getting the difference between an affiliate and a chapter. I just couldn't get it straight for so long, and I'm so excited that I finally got that straightened out. But I just want to say thank you to the DKM committee, and I'm really excited to have this opportunity, and I look forward to taking it and running strong with it, and I hope to work soon nationally. Thank you. Okay, we'll move on to our second Applicant. Introducing Donald L. Kalman, a 2019 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from Medina, Ohio. Donald served his local community as a volunteer fireman for 18 years. He was instrumental in getting audible traffic signals installed at four intersections in his hometown. He made his mark when he initiated a used CCTV loaner program for visually impaired people in the community and throughout Ohio. He has held several positions on the local and state level and commits to offering to assist wherever needed. He has a genuine motivation and enthusiasm to make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Don Kalman. Thank you very much. I'm very humbled and honored to receive the ACBJC. J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow. I, I, I want to take a lot back from this convention. I've already met a lot of people. I want to do n networking. And my whole life is dedicated to the visually impaired. And I want to make their lives a lot better 
than like when I hit when I was growing up. I was in school, and I flunked the first grade because my parents couldn't buy glasses for myself. So they would put me closer to the board, and I couldn't read the board. Okay, so it was just a tough time, and but I survived, and like you all survived, and I'm very proud to be part of this organization and I, I, I think all of you are wonderful people and you inspire me to do a better job and I want to thank you so much. Thank you. Introducing Rachel Schroeder, a 2019 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from Springfield, Illinois. Rachel is employed as an assistive technology specialist with the Illinois Assistive Technology Program and currently holds the office of president of the Illinois Council of the Blind. She has membership in several special interest affiliates and serves on the ACB Women's Concerns Committee, along with service on a variety of committees on all levels of the organization. Rachel has made a personal commitment to broaden her involvement within ACB and to strive to enrich the lives of her fellow blind and visually impaired peers through her own life example and experience. And now I introduce to you Miss Rachel Schroeder. Good evening, ACB. Thank you so much. Um, I want to thank ACB and um, Kenneth Simeon Sr. and the DKM Committee for um, presenting me with this honor and selecting me. Um, as I think about a leader, being a leader, I had some of the best, and still have, some of the best mentors to follow. And uh, when I was just a kid in Florida, and uh, I, I can't go through this without thinking about our dear friend, Patty Land, who is an ACB angel. And those of you that knew Patty know that if, if we could hear her right now, she's up there right now smiling and having something Southern sweet and clever to say right now about this convention. So I thank Patty. In Florida, uh, I had some of the greatest mentors I could ever have. Just some little known names like Paul Edwards, Debbie Grubb, Jim Crott, um, Dan and Leslie Spoon. Um, I moved from Florida to Illinois and Ray Campbell found out I had moved and jumped on it and said, hey, you need to join ISCB, which I was planning to do anyway, but he was quicker than I was. And... Um, Next thing I know, a few years later, uh, ICB was entrusting me, this very fairly new Illinoisan, to the presidency of the organization, and I appreciate that very much. As I term out next year, I'm really looking forward to doing more in the national side and leadership. So that's what this week is all about, preparing me for the next chapter. Thank you so much. Introducing Amanda Selm, a 2019 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from Louisville, Kentucky. 
As a proud mother and wife, Amanda holds a Bachelor's of Science degree in Interdisciplinary Early Childhood Education from the University of Kentucky and currently works as an independent beauty consultant with Mary Kay Incorporated. She is a founding member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation Chapter and also serves as secretary and shares her talents by serving on the KCB Board of Directors. As chair of the ACB Next Generation Committee, Amanda plans to use this opportunity to expand her horizons with ACB and to assist other young members to do the same. Ladies and gentlemen, Amanda Selma. Good evening, everyone. Oh, come on, let's try that again. Good evening, everyone. All right, just a note for reference. If you all need a shot of energy, there's a Starbucks over in the Hyatt. <laughs> Let's try to get some before tomorrow morning. So anyways, I'm not going to take up too much of y'all's time. I am so excited to be here. This is my second ACB convention. My first was last year in St. Louis where I went home and got inspired to begin what is now the ACB Next Generation Committee. I would love to say a few thank yous real quick. The first one is to Kim Charlson and Eric Bridges for all of their support and the DKM committee for selecting me to be a J.P. Morgan Chase and ACB uh, leadership fellow. Most importantly, I would like to thank my home state affiliate. If you haven't figured it out by now, I am from Louisville, Kentucky, and I am proud to be a member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. We, I come from a very creative and energetic affiliate, and with that, I would like to thank um, the lead supporters of the ACB Next Generation Project and our KCB Next Generation family, and that is our Next Gen Mama, Patty Cox, our Next Gen Grandmama, Carla Rushable, and our President, Debbie Detheridge. In closing, I would just like to say that um, without the support and the positivity, I would not be here. And I know that Derwood K. McDaniel is smiling down on this organization. And because of that, it is now my mission to make sure that every single person that is 40 and under experiences what the American Council of the Blind is all about. Thank you. Facilla, a 2019 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow from Muskegon, Michigan. Rosemarie has a master's degree in social work and is now enjoying retirement. Having been a longtime ACB member, she has held nearly every position in her chapter, served as second vice president of Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, and currently serves as president. Rosemarie was instrumental in starting a phone chapter to better connect at-large members to the organization. She believes that a leader utilizes skills of members in the organization to move the affiliate forward, as well as prompting the sharing of innovative ideas to ensure the health and growth of the organization. She is presently working with her local art museum to create a tactile experience for blind and visually impaired persons. 
Rosemary has plans to move forward with an emphasis on making a positive impact. Ladies and gentlemen, Rosemary Fasilla. Hello. <laughs> Trying to get to the mic. There we go. Is that better? There we go. Hello. Um, want to introduce guide dog Scuba also. And he's... <laughs> yeah. I was just newly elected as president of the Michigan affiliate back in October, and two weeks later I went and got my pup. So, been a busy lady. Also, I'd like to say hello to everybody because I am a native New Yorker. <laughs> I was born in Brooklyn and raised in New Hyde Park, Long Island, and so. <laughs> And just attended my 50th high school class reunion beginning of June, thankfully to you know a cousin that was willing to bring me. So I got good family support. I want to say that I've been a longtime member of ACB, and a gentleman by the name of Grant Mack introduced me to ACB back in 1975 when I was a youngster and just lost my vision. So I'm hoping that he's looking down upon me today and that he's proud of what I've been able to accomplish as a member of this organization. I also would like to thank the um, J.P. Morgan Chase Committee because uh, I had no idea that I would actually receive this award and I'm very honored. So thank you to Kenneth and his committee. I want to also say that... Um, ACB is a great organization. I'm trying, you know, working at promoting it within the state of Michigan. I'm we're working on some different ideas in the state of Michigan, and it's been difficult at times because people don't like change. And I happen to be a person that believes in change. <laughs> So we're working on different things. We have our own internet radio station, the Michigan Council of the Blind Visually Impaired, so we're MCBVI Radio. We have our own website you can go to listen to. We also have, um, we're on Alexa. <laughs> we also want to share that we have created a phone chapter in the state of Michigan for members at large and those who are unable to um, go physically to a chapter because like many organizations our chapters are shrinking and so we are doing that and Don Coleman who is another J.P. Morgan he's part of our Mitten chapter so we, we like having him with us and I also just like to say one more thing and that is we are working on accessible prescriptions for all in the state of Michigan as well so we're we're trying to do you know as leader of the Michigan Council, we're trying to do a lot of things, and I really appreciate this award so I can learn some more things and learn how to handle people better and, you know, move along with the projects that our affiliate is trying to make a difference. So thank you. Okay, thank you all for um, joining us to have these presented, these people presented to you tonight, and they are going to be honored this next week to, within uh, two receptions. And uh, 
I also want to thank my committee. This year we had more applications than we ever had before, and they worked hard uh, for days uh, to handle all the interviews and all. And I don't want to miss anybody, uh, so I want, I'll just say thanks to all of them, and I'll make sure that we get those names out to make sure everybody knows who's working hard for, uh, to obtain or help ACB to, to move forward with identifying future leaders. Thank you. All right, I want to recognize um, Jean Mann to come to the podium. She is presenting on the credentials report, um, the preliminary credentials report um, prior to the roll call on behalf of the chair of the credentials committee, Ralph Smitherman, who could not find it upon himself to be here tonight because he had to go to Cooperstown. And I just don't know how I will ever forgive him for that. <laughs> so, but I know he's a huge baseball fan, so I guess I'll have to let my friend Ralph take a pass. So, <laughs> Gene? Well, hello, everybody. I went away for four years, and I'm back. You probably didn't even know I was gone. Uh, I had some surgeries, and uh, the other day my back doctor told me to walk more. I think he must have talked to somebody at this convention. Uh, uh. Anyway, I'm filling in for Ralph. He'll be here in the morning. Um, just want to let you know that there are a few affiliates we will not be seeding this year. South Carolina and Connecticut and New Mexico, because you don't have enough members to receive a vote. But you are all members at large, uh, uh, you, you know, so you will have a standing vote. You've paid your dues. As long as you've paid your dues to your affiliate, you will have a standing vote. Also, um, Colorado will not be seated because they are re in the process of establishing a new affiliate, and, and so they haven't received a, a charter for that new affiliate yet. And finally, um, Virginia Association of the Blind, we haven't heard from it in several years, and because they've been in noncompliance, their charter has been revoked. Yeah, so Cindy Van Winkle told me today that she's going to try to resurrect them, so we hope that she can. The only other thing I'll say, and Ralph will probably, Ralph will probably mention this tomorrow, remember next year, a few of you had a few difficulties with your certifications, so just remember to check the date for when they're due and also check your lists and make sure that you certify everybody you think you certified. There were a few glitches and they got caught really early this year. But that is about it. So, Madam President, I think I'm done. Ralph will be back in the morning. Well, we have come to the part of the agenda where I get to sit back and watch Ray work. This is time for the roll call of affiliates. I'm happy to turn the microphone and podium over to our secretary for the rest of the evening, and he will close out the session this evening. Our ACB secretary, Mr. Ray Campbell from Glen Ellen, Illinois. Take it over, Ray. Hey, there we go. Good evening, ACB. This is the last time I get to do this, so I'm going to make it good. 
um, an opening session. Now, no, not the last roll call of the convention. That could never happen, I'm sure. Um, no, no. Uh, before we uh, begin tonight, um, uh, the uh, I, I thank you, Mary Beth, for that wonderful presentation about MJ. All I'll say is that I remember a lot of Illinois caucuses that were held in MJ's room, which meant we had them over a couple rounds of Jack and Water. <laughs> that was great stuff. Um, I'm, let me explain how we're going to do things this year. Last year, we tried queuing you all up a little bit. We all know the alphabet. Um, we. I think we made it a little overly complicated. So here's what I'm going to do. So right now, all of the states' affiliates, the states, you know, the affiliates from states whose names begin with A through G, start finding your way to microphones. Um, I want to thank the affiliates, number of you that did send in your roll call information ahead of time. You don't have to do that, but it is appreciated. It makes my job a lot easier to, uh, as we begin this uh, process, to prepare for any uh, record votes that might take place during the week. Um, and Gene has already told you about the affiliates that we do not hear from. On the roll call tonight, you need to tell me your delegate, your alternate delegate, the person who will represent your affiliate at the nominating committee meeting tomorrow evening at 5.45 p.m., the number of chairs your affiliate needs in the convention hall, and, if applicable, any wheelchair spots that your affiliate needs in the convention hall. Now, just remember two things. Number one, if you are a delegate for an affiliate, you cannot be a delegate or alternate for any other affiliate. Secondly, if you are either an ACB officer or seeking office in ACB, uh, actively seeking, you are not allowed to serve on the nominating committee for your affiliate. With that... Let us begin. Alabama Council of the Blind, seven votes. Good evening, uh, Mr. Secretary. Michael Talley here. We, I will be the delegate. The alternate delegate will be David Trott. We need 12 seats. And I, will, I Michael Talley, will be representing us at the nominating committee. Thank you. Um, okay, let me get that. Okay, for Alabama, Michael Talley will be the delegate. Uh, David Trott will be the alternate delegate. Michael Talley will go to the nominating committee. They need 12 chairs with, um, and split between Alabama and Auburn colors. <laughs> oh, I don't... Arizona Council of the Blind, two votes. Well, Mr. Secretary. Okay, we do, we do have a microphone on. Very good. John McCann, president of the Arizona Council of the Blind. Uh, we're a little bit thin on the ground this year. I think there are three people here. So um, I will be the delegate. I will be the alternate. And uh, as I'm an officer, I cannot be on nominating committee, ergo nominating. Uh, unfortunately, we'll not have an Arizona representative. We need three seats, no wheelchair. Uh, hold on. Let me make one. Okay. Okay, for Arizona Council of the Blind, John McCann is delegate. John McCann is also alternate delegate. Due to his position as an ACB officer, he, Arizona will not be represented at the nominating committee because he cannot do that. He needs... Um, we're, we're having a... Uh, I don't have the parliamentary. 
I don't have the, we don't have the parliamentarian here, but there, a question is coming up. Maybe tomorrow morning we can get this resolved. John Huffman, maybe you can take a look at this for us, Chair of Constitution and Bylaws. There's some discussion on stage that says, even if you're an officer of ACB, if you're the only one here, you can serve on the nominating committee. Um, we definitely should not be disenfranchising. John Huffman, if you would please look into that for us and give us uh, uh, some info on that in the morning, that would be appreciated. Okay, let's see. Hold on. I've got... Okay, so we're going to leave it as right now, and we'll get that resolved in the morning. Okay, sorry for that little delay. Arkansas Council of the Blind, three votes. Mike's not on. Okay, there we go. There you go. Good evening, Mr. Campbell. This is Rita Reese Whiting, President for Arkansas. I will be the delegate. The alternate delegate will be Erica Evans. Uh, Erica Evans will also be going to the nominating committee. And we need eight spaces, please. No wheelchairs. Uh, Rita, speak up just a little bit more. Who's going to nominating for you? Erica Evans. Okay. Let me... Uh, and um, how many seats did you say you need? Eight. Okay. Okay. For Arkansas, Rita Reese, Rita Reese Whiting will be the delegate. Um, Erica, Erica Evans will be the alternate delegate. Erica Evans will also go to nominating committee. And they need um, three hog-colored chairs. California Council of the Blind. Eight. 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 I, did I, did I, did I, I, let me check. I, 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 whatever I said, I have eight written down. Thank you very much. Of course, you'll probably be eight, right? Thanks, sir. I'm slipping. California Council of the Blind, 23 votes. Okay, thank you. President of the California Council of the Blind, I will be the delegate. Gabriel Griffith will be the alternate, and he's also serving this year as vice chair of resolutions. We're so proud of him. Right. And Gabe will also represent us at nominating committee. Okay, how many chairs? And ah, um, I've said twenty-five and three wheelchair or walker type spaces. Okay, thank you, Judy. Uh, for California, Judy Wilkinson will be the delegate. Gabriel Gabe Griffith will be the alternate delegate. Gabe Griffith will also go to the nominating committee. They need twenty-five chairs and three spots for wheelchairs. Okay. Connecticut Council of the Blind, one vote. No, the, the, Connecticut is seating. Gene did mis misstate that. They actually do have a vote. New Mexico and South Carolina are the two that are not seating. So, Connecticut Council of the Blind, you do have one vote. If there is anyone here. Oh. Okay, Ellen, no problem. Yeah. Hello, I hope I have this right. I am the, I'm Ellen Telker. I am the delegate. Mm -hmm. The alternate is Andrea Judici, and I believe Eileen Akers is going to nominating, and I believe we need 10 chairs. Okay, make that change. Ellen Telker is the delegate for Connecticut. Andrea Judici is the alternate delegate. Eileen Akers is going to go to nominating. They need 10 chairs. Delaware Council of the Blind, one vote. Oh, wait, is it on? Oh, it is. Okay, this is Deb Trevino, president of the Delaware Council, the Blind and Visually Impaired. And we, um, I'm going to be uh, the delegate. We have Suzanne Howell as the alternate delegate. 
And Suzanne Howell is also going to nominating committee for us. You'll remember last year we had only two people here, and um, so we sat somewhere else so as not to just be a tiny two people contingent. This year we need nine chairs. Excellent. For Delaware, Deb Trevino will be the delegate. Suzanne Howell will be the alternate delegate. Suzanne Howell will go to nominating committee. They need nine chairs. That's great to see. D.C. Council of the Blind, one vote. The folks from the land of taxation without representation. D.C. Council of the Blind, you have one vote. And for a third and final call, D.C. Council of the Blind, one vote. Move it. Remember the alphabet, guys. <laughs> Are we coming or not? Is she on a mic? DC, DC Council of the Blind needs five chairs. We, uh, I'll be the delegate. Jeanette Gerard will be the alternate. Uh, she will also represent the nominating committee. We okay. need five chairs and one wheelchair space. Is that Fred? Is that Fred, is that Freddie Pico that was speaking? Yes, this is okay. she. This is she. Okay. Okay. For DC Council of the Blind, the delegate is Freddie Pico. Jeanette Gerard is the alternate delegate. Jeanette will also go to the nominating committee. They need five chairs and one spot for a wheelchair. Right. Thank you. Got it. Okay. Florida, before I call up the next affiliate, which is the Florida Council of the Blind, all state, all affiliates from states with names beginning H through N, start lining up. Florida Council of the Blind, 25 votes. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was on. Good evening, Mr. Secretary. This is Sheila Young, president of the Florida Council. I will be delegate. Mr. Jim Crott will be the alternate. Ms. Debbie Grubb will be our representative to the nominating, and we need 20 chairs. Okay. Do you need any wheelchair spots or no? I've got well, one down. Well, so far, no. Okay. I'll take that out then. For Florida Council of the Blind, Sheila Young is going to be the delegate. Um, Jim Crott is the alternate delegate. Debbie Grubb will be serving on the nominating committee. They need 20 chairs and no wheelchair spots. A group I got to spend a nice, warm, first early May weekend with, um, Georgia Council of the Blind. Seven votes. Yay, Raw. <laughs> uh, Alice Richard and I will be the delegate. Marsha Farrell will be our alternate delegate. Phil Jones will be attending nominating committee. We need 20 chairs and one of those a wheelchair spot. Okay. For Georgia... George, on my mind, Alice Richard's going to be the delegate. Marcia Farrow's going to be the alternate delegate. Phil Jones is going to go to nominating committee. They need 20 chairs and one spot for a wheelchair. <laughs> Aloha, Hawaii Association of the Blind. Three votes. Aloha. Well, Mr. Secretary, uh, I'm proud to say that Hawaii is needing... 21 chairs. Art Cabanilla is the delegate. Donald Thompson is the alternate delegate. 
Donald Thompson will be going to the nominating. And Hawaii does have a few things that we want to uh, give if, we, if it's appropriate at this time. Go ahead, please. And okay. I forgot to mention that. If you would like to do that, that's perfectly fine. So Hawaii would like to give $1,000 to the ACB General Fund, $1,000 to the ACB Rail Forum, $500 to ACB Radio, and $500 to ACB students. Well, mahalo, you guys. For Hawaii, Art Cabanillo will be the delegate. Donald Thompson will be the alternate delegate. Donald Thompson is going to be going to the nominating committee. They need 21 chairs with palm trees. And for those that enjoy this sort of thing, fire rock. All right. The, the good folks from my home state, the Illinois Council of the Blind, four votes. It's not on. There it goes. Good evening, Mr. Secretary. We're going to be doing this from our home state next year. You betcha. Woohoo! From the land of Lincoln and the home of the 59th annual ACB convention, the Illinois Council of the Blind, I will be the delegate, Larry Turnbull the alternate, and I will be going to the nominating committee. And we have 12 chairs, please. No wheelchairs. All right. Thank you, Rachel. And yes, we look forward to hosting you all in Schaumburg next year. For Illinois Council of the Blind, Rachel Schroeder is going to be the delegate. Larry Turnbull will be the alternate delegate. Rachel Schroeder will go to the nominating committee, and they need 12 chairs. And, and, uh, and all Cubs colors, by the way. Okay. Indiana, ACB of Indiana, seven votes. Good evening, Mr. President. And no, Mr. Secretary. Sorry. Sorry. And good evening, ACB. Barbara Salisbury will be the delegate. Lynn Powers will be the alternate. And John Huffman will be representing on the nominating committee. And how many chairs would you oh, like, sorry. Barbara? Eleven. Eleven? All right. Okay, for Indiana, Barbara Salisbury will be the delegate. Lynn Powers will be the alternate delegate. John Huffman will be going to the nominating committee, and they need 11 chairs. Iowa Council of the United Blind, four votes. Good evening, Mr. Secretary. This is Donna Seliger, and um, I am the delegate, the alternate, and I will sit on the nominating committee. We would like five chairs. Uh, Donna, who was your alternate? Me. Oh, you're the only... <laughs> okay, so you're all doing all three. Yes, sir. A little cut and paste action here. And give you five chairs. Beautiful. For Iowa, Donna Seliger is going to be a busy woman because she's going to be the delegate. She's going to be the alternate. She's going to the nominating committee. And she'd like five chairs. So somebody go and sit in those chairs and keep Donna company, will you? Kansas Association of the Blind and Visually Impaired, three votes. Gary, this is Michael Byington speaking for our president, Ann Byington, who sends her regards. Ann couldn't be here this year because she had major surgery last week. Hmm. I thought about staying home and looking after her, but she told me to get out of there. She didn't need any looking after. <laughs> 
we're a little thin this year. We have some other Kansans here, but they're exhibiting or doing some other things with the convention. So I present myself in the same frame that Mr. McCann did. I am the delegate, I am the alternate, and I am the representative to the nominating committee. But just in case we get some of those other busy people to come in here for a while, I need three chairs. Okay, three. All right. Okay. Kansas Association of the Blind and Visually Impaired, the delegate, Michael Byington. Alternate, Michael Byington. Nominating committee, Michael Byington. They need three chairs. <clears throat> Bluegrass Council of the Blind, four votes. This is Patty Cox. I will be the delegate. Shirley Stivers will be the alternate delegate. Shirley Stivers will go to nominating committee. And we need zero chairs because we will sit with Kentucky. Okay, thank you, Patty. Uh, for Bluegrass Council, Patty Cox is the delegate. Shirley Stivers is the alternate. Shirley Stivers will be going to the nominating committee. And they need zero chairs because they're going to sit with their friends from the next affiliate I'm about to call, Kentucky Council of the Blind, 12 votes. So the blind, Debbie Detheridge, president. Matt Selm is a delegate. Bill Wright is an alternate delegate. I'm going to the nominating committee. We need 15 chairs, one space for a wheelchair, and we're the birthplace of Abe Lincoln. And we have four new members that have come to this year's convention. That's great. Go well, go well, go you Wildcats. Kentucky Council of the Blind. Matt Selm is the delegate. Bill Wright is the alternate delegate. Debbie Dutheridge is the nominating committee representative. They need 15 chairs, one spot for a wheelchair. Louisiana Council of the Blind, four votes. Louisiana Council of the Blind. I, Teresa, Dele, uh, Teresa Curry will be the delegate. Pierre Curry will be the alternate. I am going to the nominating committee, and we need seven chairs. Uh, who was your nominating, Teresa? I'm sorry. I am. You? Okay. God. Oops. Okay, let me just... All right. Get some. This is great when the guy operating it doesn't hit the wrong key either. <clears throat> um, and how many chairs did you say you needed? I'm sorry. Seven. Seven. Okay. You need any wheelchair spots or no? No, okay. I don't... Okay, for Louisiana, Teresa Curry is the delegate. Pierre Curry is the alternate delegate. Teresa Curry is going to go to the nominating committee. They need seven chairs. ACB of Maine, one vote. ACB of Maine, one vote. We, uh, yes, this there is ACB of Maine. We have a change. Our... Uh, do you want the change first? Uh, just, 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 just read it off as you have it now. Okay. The delegate will be Mary Ellen Frost. The alternate will be Joel McQuaid. Representing a nominating committee will be Mary Ellen Frost. And how many seats? Four seats. Okay, and... Hello, okay, got it. Peeps for Maine. Okay, got you, Mary Ellen. Thank you. For ACB of Maine, Mary Ellen Frost is the delegate. Joel McQuaid is the alternate delegate. Mary Ellen Frost is going to go to the nominating committee, and they need four 
chairs. ACB of Maryland, three votes. Cindy LeBon will be delegate. Um, our alternate delegate is Sanders Sermons, and Sanders Sermons will go to nominating committee, and we need 17 chairs. All right. For Maryland, Cindy LeBon is the delegate. Sandra Sermons is the alternate delegate. Sandra Sermons will also go to the nominating committee, and they need 17 chairs. A group I got to spend a cold weekend in Boston with early in March, the Bay State Council of the Blind. You have eight votes. Brian Charlson, president. I'll serve as delegate, alternate delegate, Deanna... Uh, hold on, i got to say this correctly. <laughs> Diane Leonard. And for the nominating committee, Steve Dresser. And Massachusetts is proud to bring a delegation requiring 25 chairs, one of which wheelchair. Excellent. Thank you, Brian. Brian Charlson is going to be their delegate. Diane, Diane Leonard will be their alternate. Diana, okay, thank you. This is why we do this. <laughs> okay, got that. Uh, Diana Leonard will be the alternate. Steve Dresser is going to go to the nominating committee. They need 25 chairs and one space for a wheelchair. Thank you. Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, six votes. This is Rosemary Facilla, and I will be the delegate. John Jarzina will be alternate delegate and also the nominating committee representative. And we would like four chairs. Thanks, Rosemary, one of our J.P. Morgan Leadership Fellows. Rosemary Facilla will be the delegate. John Jarzina will be the alternate delegate. John Jarzina will go to the nominating committee. And Michigan needs four chairs. ACB of Minnesota, three votes. Okay. ACB of Minnesota, three votes. Boy, am I blind. There you go. Greetings from the 10,000 lakes and where the mosquito is still our national bird. <laughs> My name is Catalina Martinez. I am the delegate. Jane Lund is the alternate delegate. There's a change. El Kitagawa is going to go to the nominating committee. We are donating $1,000 to the James Olson Memorial Fund for the college... Uh, scholarship, and we need 14 chairs and no wheelchairs. All right. <clears throat> okay, for Minnesota, Catalina Martinez, my Dice World partner, will be the delegate. Jane Lund will be the alternate. Colleen Kitagawa is the nominating committee person. They need... Oh. Okay. It's been changed to L. Kitagawa. Okay. You, uh, what, what's the person's name? I'm not catching it. A.L. L. Oh, L. Kitagawa. Yes. Well, let me do this. Since I don't want to have to re have you make, respell that last name, I'm just going <laughs> to do edit. Oh. 
Okay, so Al Kitagawa is going to nominating. They need 14 chairs and no wheelchair spaces. Thank you. Mississippi Council of the Blind, six votes. Mississippi. All right, this is Ralph Smitherman, who made it back from Cooperstown. <laughs> Take him out to the ball game. I know it's a terrific tour, by the way. Um, <clears throat> Ralph Smitherman will be the delegate. Kenneth Reed will be the alternate delegate. And Kenneth Reed will serve on the nominating committee. And we need 16 chairs. Excellent. Thank you, Ralph. Mississippi Council of the Blind, Ralph Smitherman is the delegate. Kenneth Reed is the alternate delegate. Kenneth Reed will be going to the nominating committee, and they need 16 chairs. Thank you, and that sounds like a good tour. I wish I, I wish I could have taken it. I'm a pretty big baseball fan myself. Uh, Missouri Council of the Blind, 25 chairs. And didn't they do a bang-up job in the convention last year, guys? Yes, they did. Missouri, 25 votes. Sewell. There you go. Home of the 2019 Stanley Cup. Go Blues! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I, I am the delegate. Shirley Brokaw is the alternate delegate. Chris Gray will be re representing us in the nominating committee, and we will need 15 chairs one space for a wheelchair. Uh, Naomi, I have to tell you that um, the floor is getting wet up here. I think the president's crying after what you said there. <laughs> 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 Naomi Sewell will be the delegate. Shirley, Shirley Brokaw will be the alternate delegate. Chris Gray will go to the nominating committee, and they need 15 chairs. And uh, normally we don't like teams from St. Louis and where I live, but uh, we were happy for the Blues, too. All right. Montana Blind and Low Vision Council, two votes. Gary, this is Alan. Yeah, this is Alan Peterson. Uh, I sell barrel form raffle tickets if anybody needs some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the Montana Blind and Low Vision Council regrets they cannot be here this, this year, but they hope to be in Chicago next year. Okay, so nobody from Montana is here? No, no one. Okay. Uh, no one so to they... my knowledge. Okay, yeah. so they will not be called exactly. the rest of the convention. Exactly. All right. Thank you. And he sells winning tickets, so go talk to him. <laughs> All right. ACB of Nebraska, one vote. I think this mic is on. I, oh, it is, okay, now we are. Uh, Nebraska, home of the College World Series, Warren Buffett, Gerald Ford birthplace, the Cornhuskers, where the N stands for knowledge. <laughs> You know, that uh, spell check doesn't work too well. Uh, any it, rate, it buzzed at me. <laughs> right. The delegate, alternate delegate, and nominating committee representative will be yours truly, Jim Urock, since I am the only one here. Uh, because I don't want to be lonely, give me three chairs. <laughs> and no wheelchair spaces. Okay. Um, somebody please go keep Jim company. In Nebraska, Jim Urock is the please. delegate. Jim Urock is the alternate. Jim Urock's on a nominating committee, and he needs three chairs because he's going to be really, he's going to be that busy. <laughs> All right. Um, Nevada, Council of the Blind, three votes. Nevada, Council of the Blind, three votes. And a third and final time, Nevada, Council of the Blind, three votes. 
Moving on. Um, before I call the next one, all the rest of the states, letters O through W, get, start lining up. New Jersey Council of the Blind, three votes. New Jersey Council of the Blind, three votes. And for a third and final time, New Jersey Council of the Blind, three votes. Moving on. ACB of New York, eight votes. Yes. yes. <laughs> the mic's not on. Oh, there it goes. Welcome to Rochester once again, one and everybody. Ori Scharf will be the delegate. Kathy Casey will be the alternate. Mike Gadino is going to the nominating. And we need 25 Met chairs, 25 Yankee chairs. I think that makes 50. That's correct. Okay, excellent. Great, great showing, guys. For New York, Lori Sharp is the delegate. Kathy Casey is the alternate delegate. Mike Godino is going to go to the nominating committee, and they need 50 chairs. And you better get them over here. All right. North Carolina Council of the Blind, four votes. Carolina. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Lawrence Carter. Our delegate will be Mr. Chris Bell. Our alternate will who, be who is that? Who is it? Christopher Bell. Bear? Bell. B-E. You can ring Bell. Oh, my bell. <laughs> I, I, I was, I, ring my bell. Maybe I do need an ALD. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, you got to get right on these mics, guys. So, Chris Bell, I got yes. that. Your alternate Chris is... Bell. My alternate is Lawrence Carter. Lawrence, uh... C-A-R-T-E-R. -E okay, Lorenzo Cartier. <laughs> and nominating? Nominating would be Chris Bell. Okay. And, and how many seats would you like? We need 12 seats. And 12 seats? Got it. Got it. Thank you. North Carolina Council of the Blind, Chris Bell is the delegate. Lawrence Carter is the alternate. Chris Bell is going to be going to nominating committee. They need 12 seats. North Dakota Association of the Blind, eight votes. Paula Annenson, delegate. Mary Stipp, alternate. Paula Annenson, nominating delegate. We need 10 seats. Okay. And North. also, North Dakota Association of the Blind has a $500 donation to the Braille Forum. Thank you. So, Paula Anunson is the delegate. Mary Lou Stipp is going to the alternate. Paula Anunson is the nominating committee representative. They need 10 chairs. Thank you. ACB of Ohio, 10 votes. Ann Pimley from the great state, Buckeye State of Ohio. Ooh. And Ann Pimley will be the delegate. Molly Marsnick will be the alternate. And Ann Pimley will be on nominations. And how many seats would you like? Twelve seats. Okay. ACB of Ohio and the rest of us in the rest of the country don't like Buckeyes, so uh, Ann Pimley will be the delegate. Molly Marsnick will be the alternate delegate. 
uh, except when they except when they beat Michigan. Ann Pimley will be going to the nominating committee, and they need 12 chairs. Oklahoma Council of the Blind, 20 votes. Hello, Mr. Secretary. Hello. And everyone else. The great state of Oklahoma. Need, uh, I am the de delegate, Vicki Golightly. This echo is a real pain. And our alternate delegate is Francis Poindexter. I will serve on the nominating committee. And we need 10 seats with one space for a wheelchair. Thank you very much. Okay, Oklahoma. Vicki Golightly is the delegate. Francis Poindexter is the alternate delegate. Vicki Golightly is going to go to the nominating committee. They need 10 chairs and one spot for a wheelchair. From the home of our dear friend John Dashney, ACB of Oregon, six votes. ACB of Oregon, I will be the delegate. Darian Slayton Fleming will be the alternate. Uh, I will attend the nominating, and we need 10 chairs with one wheelchair space. Okay, now, J James Edwards, you're going to nominating also, James? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep, I got that. And how many chairs would you like? 10 with Ten. one, one oh. space, one wheelchair. And you need, we need a wheelchair spot or no? One. Okay. Got it. Make sure I got this right. For ACB of Oregon, James Edwards is the delegate. Darian Slayton Fleming is the alternate delegate. James Edwards, James Edwards is going to go to the nominating committee. They need 10 chairs and one spot for a wheelchair. Pennsylvania Council of the Blind, 10 votes. Whoops, wait a minute. Okay. There this is go. Chris Hunsinger from Pennsylvania. We, I'm going to be the delegate. Uh, George Holiday is the alternate. I'm going to nominating, and we need 12 chairs, no wheelchairs, but I'd like to borrow the chairs for next winter in Pittsburgh when it snows to save parking spaces. They don't just use chairs in Chicago for that. They use anything they can find. Uh, Chris, Chris Hunsinger will be the delegate for Pennsylvania. George Holliday is the alternate. Chris Hunsinger will be the nominating committee person. They need 12 chairs, no wheelchair spots. South Dakota Association of the Blind, two votes. Mr. Secretary, yep. this, this is Zelda Gibhart, and I will be serving as the delegate, the alternate, and I will be going to the nomination committee. There will be no need for any seats for South Dakota, because I'll be sitting in North Dakota. Okay, Zelda, Zelda Gebhardt's going to be the delegate, alternate, and nominating committee representative for South Dakota. They do not need any chairs. Tennessee Council of the Blind, five votes. Hello. Oh. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. I guess I was close enough. Okay. This is Jeannie Johnson, president of Tennessee Council of the Blind, and I will be the delegate. Penny Verity is the alternate delegate, and we will need... 15 chairs, please, no wheelchairs. And also, before I tell how much we're donating, because you all want to hear that, I have to tell you, since baseball is the theme, I have a nephew who was born in Northern California on Earthquake Day in 89, 
And then he played in the minor leagues for a while, but on June 26th, he went to the majors with the Mets, but he is going to be playing in the minor league All-Stars game. So y'all follow Chris Mazza, M-A-Z-Z-A. I'm a very proud aunt. And we are donating $200 to the Brenda Dillon Walk, $100 to the Braille Forum, and $100 to DKM. All right. Thank you, Tennessee. And that's uh, Chris Massa. I'm a big baseball fan. I have to try to follow him there. Jeannie Johnson will be the delegate. Penny Verity will be the alternate delegate. Uh, Jeannie, are you still going to nominating? I'm sorry. Yep. Jeannie Johnson is going to go to the nominating committee. They need 15 chairs. And thank you very much. ACB of Texas, 12 votes. I don't think... Oh, it is working. There you go. Okay. This is Peggy Garrett, and I am the uh, delegate. Michael Garrett will be the alternate delegate. Michael Garrett will go to nominating. And we need... 30 tall, tantalizing Texas chairs. <laughs> and also, we would like to donate $250 to the ACB General Fund. All right. Thank you. So, for Texas, they, Peggy Garrett's going to be the delegate. Michael Garrett will be the alternate delegate. Michael Garrett will also go to the nominating committee. They need 30 long, tall chairs, please. Utah Council of the Blind, 22 votes. Utah Council of the Utah Blind. Utah Council of the Blind, Donnie Mitchell, delegate, Sandra Rukinich, alternate delegate, and Donnie Mitchell will be going to the nominating committee, and we need five chairs, please. Lazy boys, so we can take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll all want that by the end of this week. <laughs> For the Utah Council of the Blind, Donnie Mitchell's the delegate. Sandra Rukinich is going to be the alternate delegate. Donnie Mitchell's going to go to the nominating committee. And they need five Lazy Boy chairs. Vermont Council of the Blind, three votes. The blind, there we go. We need... Uh, I'm the delegate, I'm the alternate delegate, I'm on the nominating committee, and like 12 years ago when I was the only one that showed up, we need one chair, but and, I'll probably be sitting with Nebraska to keep and, and who And who are you? Uh, Tom Frank. Sorry about that. Uh, Tom uh, <laughs> Burgunder, is that? Frank. F-R-A-N-K. Two first Tom, names. Tom Frank. Okay, got it. To be Frank. Okay. So you're going to sit with somebody else? You don't need any chairs? Oh, I'll give him one. Okay. Okay. For the Vermont Council of the Blind, Tom Frank will be the delegate. Tom Frank will be the alternate delegate. Tom Frank will be going to the nominating committee, and he will need that one chair because he's going to be awfully busy. <laughs> All right. ACB of Virginia, two votes. From the home of the 2019 NCAA men's basketball champions, the Commonwealth of Virginia, ACB of Virginia, Sam Yale will be serving as the delegate, Donna Browning will be serving as the alternate, Rebecca Bridges will be the representative for the nominating committee, and we would like to request 14 Virginia ham chairs. Okay, ACB of Virginia, um, <clears throat> 
And I was, I was happy when I saw that result. I'm a big March Madness guy, so thanks for mentioning that, Sam. Sam Yale will be the delegate. Donna Browning is the alternate delegate. Rebecca Bridges is going to go to the nominating committee, and they need 14 chairs. And don't be cavalier about it. <laughs> All right. Washington Council of the Blind, 17 votes. Mr. Secretary, this is Denise Colley, President. I, Denise Colley, will be the delegate. Jeff Bishop will be the alternate delegate. Jeff Bishop will represent us on the nominating committee. We need 15 chairs, and I just have to do this. Go Cubs. <laughs> hey. I like, I, I like you, Denise. <laughs> De Denise Colley is the delegate. Uh, Jeff Bishop is the alternate delegate. Jeff Bishop will go to the nominating committee, and they need 15 chairs. And she has good taste in baseball, as you can all see. <clears throat> Mountain State Council of the Blind, two votes. Hello? Okay. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Secretary, this is Ninetta Garner, and there has been a change of what you last received, I think. Donna Brown will be our delegate. Kathy Gerhardt will be the alternate. And Donna Brown will represent us at the nominating committee. And we'd like at least five chairs. And we'd like to announce that we are giving $50 to the DKM first-timers. Thank you. So for Mountain State Council of the Blind, Donna Brown is the delegate. Kathy Gerhardt is the alternate delegate. Donna Brown is going to the nominating committee, and they need five chairs. Before I call the next affiliate up, we're going to move to the special interest affiliates. Since we do you alphabetically by affiliate name, all affiliates whose names start with A and B, because there's a lot of A's, of course, start lining up. ACB of Wisconsin, my second home, one vote. Is this on? ACB of Wisconsin, uh, <clears throat> Delegate Richard Johnson, alternate Kathy Kent, nominating committee Kathy Kent. We need nine chairs with Packer cushions. Now, I'll agree with that 110. <laughs> and you guys know that. <laughs> Okay, for ACB of Wisconsin, home of the America's football team, the Green Bay Packers, Richard Johnson's the delegate. Kathy Kent is the alternate delegate. Kathy Kent will go to the nominating committee, and they need uh, nine chairs, Richard? Nine. Got it. All right. Wyoming Council of the Blind, one vote. Wyoming Council of the Blind, Alan Peterson will serve as a delegate. And uh, I will serve as the alternate and uh, representative to the nominee committee. It's cowboy country, and I'll be galloping over to the North Dakota delegation for my seating, so we will need no chairs. Okay. For Wyoming Council of the Blind, Alan Peterson's the delegate. Alan Peterson's the alternate. Alan Peterson is going to the nominating committee, and may give him a nice, comfortable chair there in North Dakota because he's going to be busy. Moving on to the special interest affiliates. Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, two votes. Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, two votes. Back. Back. 
You are delaying everybody sleeping or partying. Okay. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, Senior Power. Senior Power, yes. That's right. So, we, Jeff Tom, I, Jeff Tom, will be the delegate. Carolyn Burley will be the alternate. I will be going to nominating committee. And we don't need any chairs. Carolyn will be sitting in the Ohio delegation, and I will be sitting in the California delegation. Okay, got it all down. Okay. AAVL, Jeff Tom is going to be the delegate. Carolyn Burley is going to be the alternate delegate. Jeff Tom is going to go to nominating committee, and they'll sit with their states so they do not need any chairs. American Association of Blind Teachers, two votes. Mr. Secretary, I am Susan Glass, President of American Association of Blind Teachers. The delegate this year will be me, Susan Glass. Our alternate will be Donna Brown. And our nominating committee representative will be Tabitha Brecky. We don't need any chairs, and I think we'll just spread ourselves out among our teachers and, uh, I mean, states and uh, places where students are. Thank you. Um, okay, uh, Susan, we do have a problem because Donna Brown is the delegate for Virginia. She cannot serve as alternate delegate for the teachers. For West. West Virginia, that's what I meant. All right. So the procedure is that we come up with an alternate. Yeah, come by up morning. with somebody else. Who was going? Who was your nominating? I didn't catch that one. Tabitha Brecky. Uh, B R E K E, right? B R E C K. -E. Okay. Tabitha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and you don't need any seats. Good enough. Um, so then, if you can get together and come up with an alternate delegate, just give that to us in the morning. Yes, sir. That would be great. Thank you. So, American Association of Blind Teachers, Susan Glass is the delegate. Um, they have no alternate at this time. Tabitha Brecky is going to the nominating committee, and they do not need any chairs. American Association of Visually Impaired Attorneys, I know the meter is running. You have two votes. Steve Mendelson, President. Chris Prentice will be our de delegate. We'll have no alternate. Chris Prentice will also be our representative to the nominating committee, and we need no chairs, partly because our members will sit with their state delegations and partly because our group is a stand-up affiliate. Let me make sure I got this right. You want to always do that with lawyers. Uh, for AAVIA, Chris Prentice is the delegate. They are not seating an alternate. Chris Prentice is going to go to the nominating committee, and they don't need any chairs. All right, thank you. All right, save. Hit, I want to hit. I always want to hit the save control every once in a while. So make sure you get everything down here. ACB Diabetics in Action. Three votes. Danette Dixon will be the delegate. Chris Gray, the alternate. Danette Dixon nominating, and we need five chairs, padded seats, please. And <laughs> um, Tuesday, come see us at the marketplace. We're selling 50s, 50 tickets, and I call them spinets, but they're fidgets. And the, the drawing will be at um, the mixer, and you don't have to be there. Thank you. 
Okay. Thank you. For the ACB Diabetics in Action, Danette Dixon is the delegate. Chris Gray is the alternate. Danette Dixon is going to the nominating committee. They need five chairs, and we in ACB are working darn hard to make sure you've got accessible equipment for monitoring that condition. ACB families, three votes. Hello. Yes. You're there, this, Carla. This is Carla Rushevel, president of ACB Families, where it's a family tradition. I, Carla Rushevel, will be the delegate. The alternate will be Anthony Akamini from Hawaii. The representative to the nominating committee will be Leslie Tom from California. And we will be sitting with our delegations. I will be in Kentucky. Anthony will be in Hawaii. Okay, ACB families, Carla Rushevels, the delegate. Anthony Akamimi, Akamini will be the alternate. Leslie Tom is going to the nominating committee. They do not need any chairs. ACB government employees, one vote. Good evening. Um, uh, okay, <laughs> the mic was on. Okay, as I'm Renee Zalixson, and as president of this fine affiliate, we are helping people with their resumes. So if you've got a resume that you need to help, help with, see Judy Jackson because she's scheduling people to meet with uh, Joanne McIntyre who has come to um, interview people to help with their resumes and getting them online. We want to get people employed, and we're doing the best we can. Okay. And, uh, and with that, let me say, uh, Bill Marnarski will be going, will be the delegate, and Kevin Burkery will be the alternate, and Kevin Burkery will be going to nominating committee, and we will take four high official government chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, can you spell Bill's last name for me, please? Yes, it's M-L-N-A-R-S-K-I, and I'm hoping I have it right. Well, if I have it wrong, then um, uh, we'll correct it in the morning, but I, I, I believe I have it right. I hope I do. Um, okay, thank you very much, and uh, uh, the for... ACBGE, Bill Molinarski will be the delegate, Kevin Berkery will be the alternate, Kevin Berkery will be going to the nominating committee, and they need four chairs, which we will pay uh, $2,000 each for. <laughs> ACB Lions, three votes. This is Car Hello, this is Carla Rushevel, president of ACB Lions, and this is the only other affiliate I'm president of. Uh, this is the affiliate that roars. and You bet we do. That's right. And the um, delegate will be Betsy Grinovich from Georgia. The alternate will be Natalie Couch from Kentucky. And Adam Rushevel will be the nominating committee representative. And we will be sitting with our delegations. Okay. For the roaring lions out there. Uh, Betsy Grinovich will be the delegate. Natalie Couch will be the alternate delegate. Adam Rushevel will be going to the nominating committee. And they need zero chair, roaring chairs because they'll be roaring in their state delegations. ACB Radio Amateurs, one vote. While they're coming to the microphone, um, why don't the rest of the affiliates start queuing up?
we got the C's, the F's, the G's, I's, L's. You all know who we are. Um, ACB Renamage was one vote. Yes. There you go, uh, Harvey. This is Harvey Hagee, president of the Radio Amateurs. I will serve as delegate. Mike Duke will serve as alternate delegate. Kathy Casey will be our representative on the nominating committee. And we will be sitting with our state delegation, so we will need no chairs for ourselves. However, I would like to invite everyone who is interested in ham radio or a licensed radio amateur to come to our meeting this Wednesday, July 10th, 1.15 to 2.30 in the McQuaid Room in the Riverside Hotel. Will Shell is a blind attorney who works for the FCC. He will be our speaker, and I'm sure he'll have a lot of interesting things to say. And we will also be raffling off a ham radio, a handy talkie, but you must hold a valid amateur license to be eligible for that, and tickets are $5 each. Thank you. Okay. ACBRA, Harvey Hagee will be the delegate. Mike Duke will be the alternate delegate. Kathy Casey will represent them on the nominating committee. They will need zero chairs, and I say 73 on that one. ACB students, three votes. ACB students, um, delegate Min Ha, alternative delegate Amina Thomas, uh, nominating, a ki- uh, nominating Min Ha, we need 10 chairs with chargers. Uh, who, uh, I didn't catch it. Who was your alternate? Amina Thomas, Alpha Mike Echo Mike Alpha. Or, sorry, November. Uh, one more time. Alpha? Alpha, Mike, Echo, November, Alpha. M-E-A-N-A. Got it. No, not I. Okay, got it. For the delegate, it's Min Ha. For the students, Amina Thomas is going to be the alternate. Min Ha is going to go to the nominating committee. And they want 10 chairs with all that they need for, with comfortable desks so they can study. All right. <clears throat> Blind Information Technology Specialists, five votes. Blind Information Technology Specialists celebrating 50 years this year. Yep. Convention. Richard Villa, President, the uh, delegate. Nominating, let's see. Um, alternate would be Tim Cummins. And Tom Jones will go to nominating. I don't know if he's going to put on a concert or not. Uh, how many chairs, Rich? Oh, we need six chairs. Got it. All right. For, for BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialist, Richard Villa is the delegate. Tim Cummings is the alternate delegate. Tom Jones will be going to the nominating committee, and they need six chairs with plenty of USB ports and other charging capability. Please. Braille Revival League, five votes. Oh, hold on. Blind Pride, I missed one. Boy, I'm I'm slipping here. Blind Pride International, five votes. Oops, hold on. Here we go. Hi, um, Gabriel Lopez-Gafati here, president of Blind LGBT Pride International. I'll be delegate. 
Uh, we have two folks offering to be alternate. Uh, do I give you one or two names, Ray? Um, I can only take one name. Okay, no problem. Kevin Ratliff, alternate. And Daryl Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N, is going to nominating committee. And we need as many chairs as there are colors in the rainbow, seven. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, who was your alternate again? I didn't catch that name. Alternate is Kevin Ratliff. Okay. And you're nominating one more time. I'm sorry. Nominating Daryl Eaton. E-A-T-O-N. Okay. And seven rainbow-colored chairs. Excellent. You got For it. Blind Pride, Gabriel Lopez Cafati will be the delegate. The alternate is Kevin Ratliff. Daryl Eaton will be going to the nominating committee, and they need seven rainbow-colored chairs. With pride, let's give it to them. <clears throat> Braille Revival League, eight votes. Uh, Mr. President, the Braille Revival League, I'm Paul Edwards, and I will be the delegate. Uh, the alternate delegate will be Judy Jackson, and going to the nominating committee will be Judy Jackson. And I would like to remind everyone uh, that Braille readers feel better. You got that right, Paul. For Braille Revival League, Paul Edwards is the delegate. Judy Jackson's the alternate. Judy Jackson will be going to the nominating committee. And they don't need any chairs. And um, I was going to say, wherever they're sitting, let's find them, make sure they have a, at least a Slayton stylus, if not a Perkins Brailler available. Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, 12 votes. Citizens, okay, hey, Ray, thank you for the job you've been doing. You've done an excellent job. Thank you. I'm Robert Spangler. I'm the secretary of the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, who, who are 40 years old this year. Wow. So, all right, I will be the rep, uh, <laughs> delegate, sorry. And what was your name again? There were people were clapping. I didn't catch your name. Robert Spangler. Oh, Robert. Yes. Linda Allison is the alternate. Sarah Conrad will be going to nominating. And we need 15 chairs with low vision lighting. Very comfortable. Okay. <laughs> For CCLVI, Robert Spangler is a delegate. Linda Allison is the alternate delegate. Sarah Conrad's going to go to the nominating committee. And they need 15 chairs with plenty of connections for CCTVs. Friends and Art of ACB, two votes. Mr. Secretary, this is Michael Byington, treasurer of Friends and Art. And our delegate is going to be the golden-fingered harpist president, Lynn Heddle. And the artistic and graceful Gloria Broderick, back with us at the National Convention for the first time in about four years or so, we're glad to have her back, is going to be the alternate, and Gloria will also represent us on the nominating committee. And we do not require any chairs. I believe Lynn and Gloria are going to sit on people's laps. <laughs> I... Hmm. I don't know if I should uh, respond to that one or not. I'll just give the, give the names. Lynn Heddle is going to be the delegate. Gloria Broderick is going to be the alternate delegate. Gloria Broderick will also go to the nominating committee. They do not need any chairs. But if we could have plenty of instruments and sheet music available, that would be great. 
Guide Dog Users Incorporated, woof, 16 votes. Uh, this is Penny Reader. I'll be the delegate. Our alternate delegate is Charles Crawford. And the representative to the nominating committee is Vicki Curley. Thank you. They will be sitting. You don't need any chairs, right? Sorry. Uh, no, we're going to sit with our seats. Okay. You can come find me and Charlie in Maryland. Okay. For Guide Dog Users Incorporated, Penny Reader is the delegate. Charlie Crawford's the alternate delegate. Vicki Curley is going to go to the nominating committee. They don't need any chairs, but if we can find them, some treats would be nice. Woof, woof. We're almost there, guys. Four to go. Independent visually impaired entrepreneurs. Two votes. Artist Basin President, I'll be the delegate. Carla Hayes will be the alternate delegate, and I'll be the delegate for the nominating committee. And uh, no chairs. We're going to sit in our uh, with our affiliates, um, so you can see us there. Okay. For Ivy, Artist Basin is going to be the delegate. Carla Hayes is the alternate. Artist Basin will go to nominating committee. They do not need any chairs. Library Users of America, let's say it quietly. They need six votes. Hi, I'm Sharon Strakowski. Oh, that sounds so weird. And I will be the delegate. Rhonda Trout is the um, alternate. And I will be the nominating committee. And we'll be sitting in our state delegations. With lots of good books, I'm sure. <laughs> Sharon Strakowski is going to be Lewis' delegate. Uh, Deronda Trott will be the alternate delegate. Sharon Strakowski will go to the nominating committee, and they don't need any chairs. Two more. Randolph Shepard Vendors of America, 22 votes. Randolph Shepard Vendors of America. Uh, Dan Sippel will be the delegate. Uh, alternate delegate will be Richard Bird. And the nominating committee person will be Dan Sippel. And give us five chairs. Alrighty. With, with plenty of snacks and drinks, I'm sure. Uh, Randolph Shepard Vendors of America, Dan Sippel will be the delegate. Richard Bird will be the alternate. Dan Sippel will go to nominating committee. They need five chairs. And last but certainly not least, visually impaired veterans of America, one vote. See, Ida Bell senses this is almost over. So. Yeah. Visually Impaired Veterans of America, one vote. And for a third and final time, Visually Impaired Veterans of America, one vote. Ladies and gentlemen, that completes the roll call for this evening. And with that, I declare the convention in recess until tomorrow morning, Sunday, July 7th at 8.30 a.m. Have a good evening, everyone.